0: In
1: for a wild <laughs> oh my goodness welcome wow! welcome welcome everybody to episode 105 of born to be wild a wild exclusive hearthstone podcast where we have fun hanging out with friends talking about the wild format of hearthstone and spotlighting members of the wild community I'm your host as always, Nate Wolf. It is great to be back uh, on a beautiful but rainy spring Friday evening here in Portland, Oregon. Uh, I'm laughing over here because uh, I'm joined by two of my favorite people one, which is wearing a very silly hat and uh, <laughs> not the person that you would normally associate with ridiculous hats, but uh, <laughs> our, our good friend filling in for, for eSheep City, who's uh, moving uh, from, from one state to another, uh, Schmoopy Daddy. My goodness, what what were we thinking? Letting you back on the show?
0: <laughs> See, here's the thing, you guys like, you guys failed to serve me an eviction notice, so States I think me. I've been <laughs> here long enough to claim squatter's rights. It's so a, it's like that's a, a motion I'm going to be filing. It's a good thing there are no lawyers here to um, challenge my case in court.
2: Objection. <laughs> yeah, um, I don't know. There's one sitting right here. We, see him. Oh, you know yeah, what? No, I meant
1: to put oh, in. I yeah. meant to put in uh, new new sound effects, and that was on my short list. Was the Phoenix Wright objection? Uh, uh, right. And I didn't. Get I around. love that game. It's so good. <laughs> uh, I have a I have a short list. So my short list of 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 sounds to get because we were talking about Secret Mage. I wanted to pull some from other games. So there's uh, Castlevania Symphony of the Night, where Dracula goes. What is a man? A miserable little pile of secrets. I love that. I wanted to get Deckard Cain from Diablo. The the classic, uh, stay a while and listen. Um, uh-huh. I want the peon, the work, work. Um, <laughs> I want the Phoenix Ride objection. Uh, there's, uh, I don't know if you guys have played mass effect, but there's the, uh, the creepy shepherd. Oh, I'm definitely interested. Like it's, uh, <laughs> I, I need yeah, the, uh, I need the, uh, Austin Powers, um, one million dollars. That one. Uh, Got to
0: soup up the soundboard.
1: I need, um, of course, the uh, hot bucket. We need that one. That's oh like yes, a, definitely. That's a must. Hot bucket. I wanted the um, the Arnold. It's Arnold- one of the new <laughs> Mech Mage cards. Oh yeah, it's great. Oh
0: oh, I I play with the sound off. I there's like I don't oh, know. You're missing out. Voice, I don't know all the voice lines yet.
1: You so. are missing out. Uh, I I need to get the. Um, Arnold Schwarzenegger from Kindergarten Cop that stop whining. Uh, <laughs> I, I want that. And then I want Cartman's uh, beefcake. Um, anyways, so I, I have a list going. I just got busy. So anyways, sorry to to start the show off uh, going down a rabbit hole. But welcome back. Hydra How are you this week?
2: I'm doing great. Finally, Friday has come work's been absolutely nuts this week. It's month end for us, so it's absolutely crazy. We had a record day today. So, I'm just happy that it's over with. I'm happy to be here, excited to talk some Hearthstone with uh you two amazing people.
1: Yeah. And of course, welcome back uh Smoopy Daddy. Thank you so much for filling in. I really appreciate it. It's always great to see you and uh how are you?
0: I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, this week kind of like by for me but mostly because like i forgot what day it was frequently <laughs> i was in that kind of like you know that like fugue state where it's just like all right i'm gonna show up and oh good i've got a lesson planned i'm all set to go i'll do that oh you say it's tuesday oh okay sure t- i think like around like wednesday i thought was like i don't know i think thursday i thought was wednesday
3: mm-hmm. i don't mm-hmm.
0: know it's been it's been it's been like a few like state. my my daughter had a tough night here or there so i haven't been getting as much sleep as usual uh but other than that you know it's always it's always really fun to come on the podcast um as a as a fan of the podcast to be able to contribute is like just a dream come true so this is this has always been it's been really sweet the last two weeks
1: oh we love having you it's it's a lot of fun and and uh i don't know you just, you just fit right in we don't have to prep or anything you're just uh you know yeah one of the crew so i, I love it
2: yeah, for sure. I could see how your days would blend, start blending together there when you're not necessarily sleeping up in the night, sleeping in your in the morning. Who knows, like,
0: babies can do she's this. Doing a, she's doing a combination of like, of like, urinating more and also growing teeth. So like, that's like, we're like, ah. all right, we guess we got to switch. I guess we got to switch diaper size or switch to nighttime diapers. But like, also, she's like chewing on everything, including I just, us. So like that's that's fun.
2: I just pictured <laughs> Tiny Finn when you were talking.
0: About <laughs> movie. You know what? That's that's I haven't shared any pictures of her online, but you could just that's it. She's tiny fin. <laughs> that's great. Not snow flipper penguin, tiny fin. she's not doing backflips uh, yet. So yeah. No, no, yeah. just just yeah, just just <laughs> just gotta feed her those lethals so she gets big and strong. <laughs> that's awesome okay well
2: for those that are joining us for the first time welcome aboard let me briefly explain how the show works we record this podcast live every friday evening at twitch.tv slash born to be and the video version of this podcast is then posted to youtube shortly thereafter audio versions are also distributed to all podcast apps So you can check us out all over the place. However you're watching, listening, or absorbing via osmosis this podcast today. Thank you. Yes, you.
1: (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, and thank you to everybody also who's joining us here live on Twitch. Uh, It's always great to, to see and interact with you live during the show. So we really appreciate that. And as always, um, you know, quick housekeeping uh, matters before we get into the meat of the show, but wanted to say a quick but very important thank you to the patrons of our show um, for we just really appreciate your support. Uh, So, so, well... Thank you. Yes, you. Uh, in particular, uh, <laughs> um, in particular, Shokunin, who's the executive producer of our show, he's uh, been uh, you know supports us financially. We're uh, helping with things like uh, bundle giveaways and, and website fees and stuff like that. We just we really appreciate your support. Helps out quite a bit. Uh, if you are listening, watching, or anything else, and you're interested in supporting, uh, there are a couple kind of quick and easy ways that you can do it um, for for absolutely for free. If uh, you jump on to um, YouTube and you like, comment, subscribe on any of our stuff. That that helps just with the uh, the algorithms and getting people to notice us. Same thing with the podcasts. If you um, you know uh, if you uh, subscribe to to any of the podcasts or leave reviews on any of the podcast apps, um, that helps people find us as well. Uh, if you are interested in um, getting some of our emotes, uh, if you want to subscribe to us on Twitch. Uh, we do have some emotes that you can unlock by subbing. This is free if you have Amazon Prime. Uh, there are some free ones as well, just for following, which is pretty cool. And then uh, lastly, that we do have a Patreon. If you're interested in supporting financially for as little as a dollar a month, links to all of that stuff is on our website, which is borntobewildhs.com. Uh, lastly, I just want to throw a quick um, nod to our Discord. If you're interested in interacting with any of us personally, we do have a Discord server with uh, a bunch of people that, you know, friends that we've made all across the whole world. We talk about Wild Hearthstone and a bunch of other stuff, and it's really fun. Um, so yeah, check out the website, it's born borntobewildhs.com, and uh, all that stuff is there. Okay, so uh, one more thing I want to talk about real quick before we get into the show proper. Um, we have been sitting on this for a little while. Uh, we, we normally would spend some time on this show talking about what is going to happen upcoming in our listener series, um, and we've been kind of in the off-season, uh, but we're getting ready to start that back up really 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 excited we're going to be do something doing something different this season so uh for those of you not aware we're we're going to be um getting into season five uh which is kind of crazy that we've we've done you know mm. this four times already but but this is we're we we're, we're tweaking the formula somewhat so this week is is the announcement of the announcement like it's it's like 95 percent done but there's a couple final tweaks uh and um So we'll be presenting the whole shebang next week when Sheep is back. That being said, for uh, those of you who are interested and kind of diehards who want to sign up early, the sign-up sheet is live. Uh, I am posting the link right now in the Twitch chat for anybody that's interested in signing up. Uh, It will be live on the Discord and on our website this weekend as well with a formal announcement and all of the cool stuff following in next week's show uh but for anybody who's interested in signing up uh it's available right now uh it is free there is no fee there's no cost associated whatsoever it's a weekly wild tournament series with custom deck building restrictions uh the main series lasts for five weeks followed by three weeks of playoffs um and uh, just just one thing to note um the uh, in order to get into the playoffs the the points are all cumulative so you could uh like if you lose the first week you're not like just guaranteed out like that's you know points are accumulated uh, based on your win rate and so you know even if you lose uh say you lose um you know one to three or two to three like you still get points for that which i'll add up later and so um uh, Anyways, really, really excited to get into this. I want to talk about it so bad, but I'm gonna hold off. but uh, for anybody interested, um, awesome, awesome announcement coming next week, but yeah, if anybody wants to sign up early, the sign up sheet is live right now. Okay, I don't want to accidentally spoil anything, but but uh, it's fun, mm-hmm. and it's different different than anything that we've done so far. Definitely. yeah. Okay, so and then one other fun thing that we're kind of doing tonight, something a little bit differently, is that we've got a, well, a little bit of a a mailbag type thing, if you will, Um, and going to be answering some questions before we get into, uh, you know, so we've got a main topic tonight, we are going to be talking about um, the nerfs, the nerfs happened last week, we talked about them last week, but like, okay, they've happened, now what what decks are we going to climb with, since so we'll get into that in a minute but we do have some questions here from folks and so wanted to kind of jump into that first uh, so the first one i have here is from sanosuke so as i see you soliciting possible show topics on twitter i wouldn't mind hearing your thoughts on being parents and managing your time between family and playing hearthstone and and other games um just had a kid and went from getting legend every month to hitting dad legend instead Can I, uh, let me pass this off to Shmoopy Daddy first, I think, because your children are much younger than ours. Um, You know, we have them, but Hydra and I are much older. Uh, So let let me pass this to you first, and we can all contribute, though.
0: Sure. I mean, I'd say first and foremost, uh, the fact that Hearthstone's a mobile game is probably the only reason I'm playing it at all. Um, I gave up console games probably when my son was like, Four or five months old um sometimes he'd have a rough night and like i would like you know i'd have him in my arms i'd have to hold him because schmoopy was a pain in the butt and then i'd like quietly stealthily walk upstairs to the ps4 and fire up monster hunter and like eventually it got to a point where the tv screen was waking him up i'm like i can't i can't do this anymore i can't play on a console anymore i don't i don't have time to do it anymore it being mobile means I can, you know, I can sneak games here or there. I, I I'm proficient enough at this point. I'm basically playing on autopilot anyway. Um, you know, I, I I'll slip in games here or there. You know, if 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 he's doing something independent of me, um, and then you know I I do a lot of AFK too, where it's like if 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 we want to do something together, and but I still want you know some points toward the rewards track. I might you know may or may not afk some mercs pve which is perfectly (laughs) not annoying to anyone uh and 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 just uses my battery so like you know i i i I like to think i do a decent job of of juggling hearthstone in my family um because there's a lot of time that we get one-on-one but um you know i'm at a part in my career too where where a lot of my stuff is on rails like you know I, i grade things quick i um I do my lesson planning is the same stuff i was doing three years ago with like minor tweaks here or there mm-hmm. so like perhaps i can play some heartstone um you know like it's it's i don't i don't have a super high intensity job where i have to be on all the time um but you know when i'm with the class and with the class
1: when i'm with my kids and with my kids very good heider what very. about you any thoughts
2: yeah when my son was first born uh, Thirteen years ago, I feel old now. Mm, dating myself a bit, but uh, it was it was definitely hard to get in that video game time. It's very hands on, right? When when you have the the little one, so the only time I really got when my son was an infant was if um, his mother and I were taking turns, right? When it was like, okay, I would get home from work and I would ease her by taking the baby and doing that thing for a couple hours give her like a break and then eventually it would be my turn and I would jam a whole bunch of Diablo (laughs) 2 because I absolutely love that game and Hearthstone did not exist 13 years ago so um that was how I did it it was only ever if say she was taking care of him or he was already in bed but they wake up, right? (laughs) So, it can be quite difficult. However, once they start getting older, it becomes much easier, right? They end up getting little lives of their own, things that they want to do on their own. Um, And it ends up sort of working out. Like, right now, I'm doing the podcast, and my son is playing Fortnite, like, over there. (laughs) <laughs> because <laughs> <laughs> he can, right, on on his computer. But it, it, it takes time to get there. And, you know, family's number one, right? So if a video game has to suffer, the video game has to suffer. So uh, you can always squeeze it in. You can on, on that time you get. But um, I tried definitely dedicating most of my time to my family at that point.
3: Yeah, yeah.
2: Nate, how about yourself? How do you do it, Mr. It's, you know what, it's Legend? funny. That, yeah, the reason that I'm <laughs> pausing
1: is because I'm sitting here typing to my son on Discord because he's being too loud trying to ask me questions sitting right next to me over there. <laughs> <laughs> a, so there you go. We uh, He's like, hey, hey, did you see my question? Do you say, I'm, I'm trying to record a podcast right now. Um, anyways. <laughs> so, but you balance, like you said, right? And I think when... It, the the older that they get, um, you know, it's it's easier because like your son is off playing Fortnite and my son is downloading Minecraft mods, uh, and uh, but but uh, it's okay. I'm not upset. I'm just joking. You're good. He's laughing over here. Um, and so, but like I remember, like it, like it felt like yesterday when he was born, and you really have to prioritize, and that's difficult. I think you know we say it all the time here family is always you know takes a priority to hobbies and you know it's 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 hard sometimes i think i've been where you're at where you know a i'm on the streak i hit legend every month i don't want to break the streak. part of part of the reason why i hit legend every month is because i'm too stubborn to like break my streak and I, i just i can't uh i'm not willing to like give that up but you know work is more important than games family is more important than games and like you you just gotta you know you got to prioritize. The cool thing is that because it's on mobile, um, you know, you can kind of play it more casually when there's free time. And I don't, honestly, I don't think there's anything wrong between, uh, you know, getting legend every month versus hitting dad legend every month. For those of you not familiar, dad legend is referring to God. Back in the day, it was uh,
2: it was rank five at the time. Now it's like D ten or five D five. It's in there somewhere, somewhere in diamond or whatever.
0: Yeah. Especially with a nine X multiplier, like like especially yeah nine X, um, where you're like you know a nine X is basically you're putting in almost the same amount of games to get to legend, but like you're 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 at D five and that's yeah. Yep.
1: You run out of streaks and you're like okay hey well and you know it's i think back in the day like if you had asked ben ben reddington i think is the father of, of dad legend community right and and the idea was that like you know dad legend means different things to different people could be you know d10 it could be d5 it could be you know and yes moms can be dad legend or or whatever it it's the it's more of a i think philosophy you know mm-hmm. and and you know this game is supposed to be fun you got to prioritize i like like i have hearthstone on my phone i have hearthstone on my ipad i do think that um i don't like playing on my phone personally like i i just between fat fingers and like old man eyes like it is just a little bit too small for me I love playing on the iPad. I think the iPad is wonderful. I, I I like, I don't know. I've hit legend on the iPad a couple of times. It's great. It's uh it's convenient. I can play, you know, on the couch or the recliner or in bed or in the bath, like, and you kind of take those breaks when you can, especially with little kids. Um, yeah. I think, you know, when my son was first born, I remember like he sleep all the time. And so you'd hold him like a football in, in one hand and hold the iPad or the controller in the other hand. And like, you know, you you take the time that you can, um, but but at the end of the day, you know, it's a it's a it's a game, and you just gotta, you know, you get to it when you can. I will say, you know, family family first always.
2: Yeah, and they call it Dad Legend for a reason, right? It's like it's as much time as you actually have to put into it, right? Like so, you can make this gold. It is it's basically your version of Legend. Like this is. All the time that I have to get to this goal this month, so I think that it's really cool that whole philosophy of here's where I want to be, and I only have this limited amount, you know, of time as a parent to get there, and I think that that's absolutely amazing, and that's just um, yeah a really good philosophy of where you need to be, and if, if and that makes you happy. Like I myself, I bounce between like I have. 10x this month and i haven't got to play very much and i i might not have it i've got like a couple days left uh, like what two today and tomorrow to hit legend and i didn't do it and i've got 10x right now that might be 9x next month
0: yeah sure so. be mommy's not in yeah um she, oh, well. she's had a busier month than i have she's had a lot of times where um i've had to stay after school and and do something with you know, after school programs, um, a little bit of like coaching and it's like, it's been really intense this month, um, leading up to our competition and like, she's like at like D three, um, we might get her in tomorrow. We might not, well, you know, we, we got to see, she's kind of like, well, I'll play. And if I get in, I, I get in, if yeah. not, I don't. So like that, the, you know, sometimes life just happens and you just, it doesn't, it doesn't work out, but that's so.
1: That's, yeah, that's you know, okay. what? There's, there's always next month. I mean, you know what? It's yeah. it's it's not the end of the world. And, and if you uh, lose a
2: star, you can get it back. It just kind of sucks a little bit to re earn it. But it's not it's impossible. Been, it, 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 yeah. it just basically you have to remember if you played in the old ladder version, the old version of ladder, it, not having a bonus star is just going back to the old way ladder used to be. Yeah, right? so that's that's how I try to envision it when I need to earn that star back. It's just the way it used to be.
0: Yeah, I didn't climb too competitively in that, in that system. <laughs> yeah, well, I always uh, that last little push from rank five to legend just like way too anxiety-inducing that I, I I couldn't do it. But if I enjoy the format, like I'll I could take nine X legend in wild easy because I enjoy the format so much. I yeah. get bored in standards at like nine X. Like I'm at like D three right now in standard. I have been for two weeks. I don't think I'm gonna push for legend and standard. I just I don't have the motivation to I don't find the meta particularly interesting.
1: No, and you know what? Like you make a good point. I think that you know different people have different goals. I ages ago, like I just wanted to hit legend so bad. I wanted the achievement. I wanted to feel good about my skills. I wanted to get the card back, like say I did it. And so I did it, like, I think the first time was in 2018. And after that, I did nothing but uh, Rank 5 or D5 or Dad Legend for over a year. Maybe two, maybe closer to two. I don't know, a long time. Because it was like, the at the time, the difference in end-of-month rewards was uh it was a Golden Epic for Rank 5, and it was a Golden Epic and a Golden Common or something for for... Uh, yes. legend it was like it was like why bother you know I'm not gonna there's no bonus stars there's no like it, it just wasn't worth it frankly and like it's like cool I did the thing Uh, I, I can say I did it I'm proud of myself now I don't need to anymore Um, and so it, the, you know the question here is it, so now okay you know you get some packs for, for your climb and so like is it worth one extra pack like you know, different people have different reasons for playing. I think, you know, as long as you, you kind of make it fun, I will say, like, I want to move on because we got a lot to talk about, but I think that my my two quick pieces of advice um, would be, uh, you know, mobile gaming is great. Uh, play on a phone, play on an iPad. I do recommend, um, like, don't play control decks if you're going to do this because, like, I don't know, you know, you play for half an hour on a cell phone or, or, or a, you know... It's just, it's, you want to jam fast games. So, so the aggro decks, like I recommend personally, um, I, I kind of like that. And, you know, you, you get them in where you can. I used to play on the train. Like I would commute into uh downtown on the train and like, you know, but I had to play fast games. Cause like when you go through the tunnel, you lose connection and, yep. uh, you can't play, uh, you know, you can't play slow grindy control matchups and, you know, you get it, you get it where you can, um, uh, but anyway, say congrats. Congrats on uh, having a kid. That's super cool. So very, very neat. All right. uh another question we got from this is from Tony um, LaHoud. I'm probably mispronouncing your name. I apologize. Uh, question here. Highlander decks and wild and how they can balance the meta. I don't I don't know, you know, what the actual question is there, but we're going to talk about some Highlander decks later tonight. At least one. Um Real quick, I actually do think that there's a few Highlander decks that are uh, viable right now. Um, Reno Warlock, especially like Reno Even Warlock, is actually pretty good. Um, Reno Paladin is surprisingly good, and uh, I've seen a couple of people playing Reno Priest. I kind of think it's bait, but like, it it could work. Uh, Reno Shutterwalk Shaman is a deck as well, and again, it's I don't think it's as good, but like... Your, your reno paladin and reno warlock are probably actually pretty decent at the moment so we're going to be talking about decks later um and we'll we'll touch especially on that reno paladin deck so mm-hmm. I, unless either of you have anything to add i'm just going to skip to the next one but i didn't want to not touch on it
0: no that's that's pretty much it i think like the format has sped up to the point where like healing to full on six you're still facing down a board that's going to put you right back at the same health total you were at. Yeah. Um, so Reno isn't really like the end all be all. Oh, I, I answered your threat. We're done here. Um, it's more like
2: a stall for a turn.
0: <laughs> he's, yeah, He's a stall for a turn. Yeah. And as good as Zephyrus is, like, you know, Zephyrus can't solve every problem and you don't it's 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 only a one-up. You don't always have them in your hands. So now man. I think I think you, you pretty much covered the, the ones that are major players right now.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think they're all right. All right, uh Gasu. Gasu, our old friend, wants to talk about anime. This is not an anime show, Gasu. Get out of here. <laughs> um Hey, you know, I don't know, people ask for anime recommendations from time to time. Uh Full Metal Alchemist is really good um attack on titan is really good uh i don't know i don't watch a ton of it but uh there's there's some good stuff i don't uh i I try to take
2: one of one of these recommendations sometime because i have legit watched next to zero anime the only anime i've ever really seen is uh akira the movie the one Dude, that came out—that's like a classic. 1988, I
1: think. It, you know? Yeah, 86, wow. 88. Yeah, that's old. I have it.
2: I have a copy of it. Um, and I thought that was super cool, but that's basically the only thing I've ever watched anime.
1: Actually. <laughs> There's actually a lot on uh, like Hulu um, and and Netflix and stuff, but yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I hey, I'll take recommendations. Um, you know, here's the thing that I noticed: you talk about being a parent. Like, I have less time than I used to to do stuff in my free time and so if i'm gonna watch a show or listen to a book an audiobook or read a book or play a game like it has to be good i'm not gonna spend time on something that sucks and wait so, a minute
2: you watched all of hoarders
1: <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> i did it while playing hearthstone but, but but you're right you're right um there's that that's that was a uh, what do you call um Guilty pleasure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, no, I'll take recommendations. I, uh, you know, like I played Ghost of Tsushima on, on PS, PS4. Uh, and then I played like the new Assassin's Creed after. And it was like, it, it just was terrible by comparison. Like, oh, I'm not playing this. Uh, you know, the Ghost of Tsushima just blew it out of the water. So anyways, but... I, I don't know. There's so much anime. I don't have time to watch, you know, 8,000 episodes of One Piece um, or Naruto. Yeah, nobody, like, there's too
0: much One Piece. There's there's too much One Piece.
1: Um,
0: I know enough about anime to be dangerous. Like, I, believe it or not, my students are really into it. Like, when I was going through high school, like, if you're into yeah. anime, you were weird. <laughs> yeah. And now, now it's like, like, I have like, I see like, you know, Okay obviously i i teach like an elective level class so i'm basically teaching people like hydra so um when they're on their phones they're like multitasking and they're they're not always 100% focused on physics all the time shocking i know <laughs> um, and um like i'll have like like sporty girls watching watching stuff i'm like you would never be caught dead watching this when i was in high school it's mm-hmm. kind, of, but- kind of cool so I've gotten anime recommendations. Um, but the stuff that I've enjoyed personally, um uh Knights of Sidonia, but like it's like bait because it's basically like a lot of the animes that they an- that they that they make cartoons, um they're trying to hook you into reading the manga to yeah. figure out what happens. So they leave you on leave you on a giant cliffhanger that feels completely horrible. You're like, well, I need to know what happens next. It's like, well, go read the manga. Yeah. Um I really liked Psychopass, which is another kind of like dark one. Um, the Fate series are good. Um, Outlaw Star was like my gateway. That or Dragon Ball Z, honestly. Dragon Ball Z was my gateway to anime.
1: Dragon I, I know, Ball Z, I know, like, there's th- that's another have- one where there's like eight bazillion episodes and five different like spinoff series. And like, I just don't know where to start. Uh, I used oh, to- yeah.
0: No. Well, you, you just start with one of them. Well, I think Dragon Ball Z was the one because like Dragon Ball was the older one, right? But yeah. Dragon Ball
1: yeah.
0: is like, Back in... it's much less PC. It's a little bit more weeby. Like it's a little bit, <laughs> it's a little bit, it's, yeah. it, it's, I... yeah. it's a little, it's like a little bit on the like, eh, this is not something I really want to watch kind of uh, side. In... But it's it's important for the lore. But as opposed to Dragon Ball Z was just like, I know I was watching it when I was like seven or eight, the first dubbed versions as they were coming out. I was like waking up before my parents and turning on the TV at like six AM in the morning and there it is. And I'm like, this show's awesome. And they actually <laughs> was doing so well they didn't look it they moved it off the time slot. I remember when they were like, Okay, we're gonna start showing this at seven. I'm like, We're showing it at seven now? It's a real show. <laughs> that's um, rad. so it's like yeah, it was like it was, it was cool. So like, yeah, I don't know, like that's 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 basically my my anime experience. My my I think my favorite overall is probably Outlaw Star. Huh. Um, All right. You because know what? It, was, it was a classic one it, it has some odd episodes i'm not gonna lie to you it has no. some ones just like i could just skip this there's reason why cartoon network skipped this yeah but it's just the um the character's really cool and the and the concept's really cool and i, I
1: enjoy it i like it um the i loved there's one called claymore that i loved absolutely great uh the the anime is great the manga is great uh berserk is one of my favorites it's super dark and, and heavy don't like Uh, that
0: that one was almost too dark for me
1: (laughs) that one's yeah that
0: one's dark that one's trying to hook you into the manga that one's trying to hook you it
1: is and that one will break your heart i'll tell you um all right let's uh let's move on then next question is from uh no life king he just says the Stanley Parable Ultra Deluxe, bro. It costs twenty five bucks. If you want to buy it from me, I'll play it. <laughs> it looks good. I read the I read the synopsis. Uh, I just don't want to pay money for it. <laughs> I don't
2: even know what that is. I don't even know
0: what it is.
1: It's a it's a so here's the premise. It's a game. It's like a first person mystery type game. So you're in like an office building type thing, but like all of your coworkers have vanished, and you start going through all the stuff to try to figure out like. Well, where did they go it's like a mystery thing like I, I i mean i'm not doing it justice but like i did the quick read through he was swearing up and down by it yesterday or the day before and like sounds cool i just don't want to spend the money on it if it goes on sale when steam does all the sales like in the summertime or whatever i'll buy it There's, like
0: every wednesday
1: right i just don't want i'll put it on my wish list so i get it like a notification when it's cheaper i just don't want to spend 25 bucks on it right now when it goes down to like five or ten i'll buy it
0: that's, I mean that's how Steam gets you. How many people have games on their on their laptop or PC that they bought from Steam on discount that they never played? Uh, yeah. If I had
2: more hands I would put them yep. up.
0: Yeah, So there's like it it'll it'll happen at some point.
1: It'll happen. Um I have no yeah. doubt that the game is great. So I'll take your recommendation. I, I All right. Uh next question is from uh Steven Sensei and this is a question that uh, is the follow-up on uh Coin Concede where um so Alkali came on Coin Concede and they were talking about you know, the upcoming creator con- content program and asking stories about um, work friends and they were talking about uh, Nick Weiss, Deck Tech. And she was talking about how he makes coffee and how he makes coffee like he microwaves water and then puts the instant coffee packet in it and it's just everyone then everyone like gave him crap about it for a week because it's awful that's really gross so the question says the coffee making preferences of each host and your takes on deck text methods uh I, i will go first on this number one like i don't know my my dad drinks instant coffee and it's i just don't like it uh i we have a keurig uh, and i love it i will say I used to brew the coffee in the coffee pot. But the problem is, like, I'm the only one that drinks it. And so we make a big pot of coffee and then throw away most of it. And so we bought a Keurig machine. And way back when, like, the little pods were super expensive, but now you can get them really cheap. Uh, you get them online from, like, Walmart or Fred Meyer or one of those, like, grocery store, like, knockoff brands. Like, they're expensive if you buy the Starbucks ones. But when you buy the, you know, the, 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 the like, store brands, they're cheap. And then I can make one cup and drink it. And if I want another cup, then I just make another one. But if I don't, like I'm not throwing any away. And so I have one in my office at work and I have one here at the house and it's wonderful. So that's that's what I do when I um, for for a while there, like I was doing this low carb diet. I lost like 30 pounds, a little bit over 30 pounds and it's been great. But like uh, I stopped drinking creamer with the coffee which at first was really weird but then i just got used to it and so now i'm on like black coffee i put a little bit of sweet and low in it but like it's not bad i, I like the pods so i don't know how do you drink coffee
3: yeah so
2: <laughs> um i used to drink too much coffee and i put too much junk in it right so like yeah yeah um i used to load my coffee up it was so unhealthy like sugar cubes i'd put like five of them in there or whatever and like squeeze a whole bunch of creamer and it was just this like warm sugar with a coffee flavor in it (laughs) that's basically what it would end up tasting like and i drink these throughout the day and i found myself gaining weight weird hey um Because like I'm putting so much junk in it, and this is gonna this is like 12 years ago or something, and I said at some point in time I wanted to lose some weight because I put a bunch on, and so I went straight black, and since then I have been straight black coffee the entire time for about 12 years straight now. It's only black coffee, and uh, I also have a Keurig, like Nate does. It's great. In the kitchen over there, and it's great because, I mean, as long as you're actually recycling your pods or whatever, it's not the most environmentally friendly thing because you have all these plastic little pods, but if you're recycling them, awesome. Um, But it's it's great because you could just make the one cup, like Nate was saying. You have the one thing, one and done. You didn't waste a whole bunch, and I did try one thing. Um, it little bit of a guilty pleasure that's sort of reverting me back to twelve years ago. I bought um a creamer that is a coffee crisp creamer <laughs> and poured it into my coffee and oh my gosh, it's way too good I, I i I let my wife drink it. she's having it now. I had one cup with it and it is like liquid heaven with this coffee crisp creamer in it, so I had to not continue with that I just I had the one glass cup and that was it. But yeah, black coffee for me. That's it.
1: Shmoopy, you got two kids. I imagine you probably drink coffee.
0: <laughs> I do not ingest coffee in the morning.
1: What about unless in the evening?
0: It, <laughs> unless it's been an absolutely horrible night um, and I need to operate a motor vehicle, I do not really ingest caffeine
1: Oh, you're a champion that's hard
0: i I, am also 33 so i was gonna say i had one of those today because i was falling asleep seventh period (laughs) showing a black hole movie uh black hole video on youtube and i was like okay don't want to drive off of the turnpike that i'm on on the way home so i'm going to uh drink some red bull uh, so, like, when I <laughs> when I when I do do caffeine, it's like let's go hundred miles an hour, um, or I'll have like those like Starbucks like milky oh the whatever, fra- frappuccino things. Mm,
3: yeah.
0: um, the really bougie thing my family does is um, my dad enjoys uh, espresso from a from an espresso kettle. So he'll do like you get like the powdered espresso, you put it in the bottom, you get it to the right level. Um you boil the you know, I think you, you screw it on, you put the amount of water in, you boil it on the stove. Um I've gotten I, I've I've got an Uncle Tony, who's an in law. Uh an Uncle Tony. Oh uh-huh. to I was the, thinking that, that that's what I was how thinking. How to make the espresso. <laughs> uh, you don't mess up with the espresso. One screw <laughs> Um and so and so I, I've learned how to how to do it properly, even though I I don't drink it um but yeah I, I mostly i mostly stay away from caffeine unless i absolutely need it to function and actually i I'd, I'd argue that like people are like getting on deck tech for the wrong reasons like deck deck tech is like clearly like he just needs the caffeine he doesn't care that what the vessel is uh- right like he's just the caffeine addict and so he's he's honest about what he is he doesn't need to like you know dress it up in any kind of like you know, fancy blend from columbia or something like that right it's mm-hmm. just like no, i just Giving my giving my caffeine, so I'll I'll just use my instant coffee and my boiled water, um and uh you know it's 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 like drinking cheap beer. From people. Yeah, yeah, just want I love Coors Light. Coors Light totally sponsor this show. We'd love to have your money. No, but like, <laughs> but like, it's like, oh yeah, I love it. It most it,
1: it, excellent.
0: Uh, <laughs> so I, I i i think that's the headspace deck tech is in but like you know on a, to finish on a more humorous note isn't isn't deck tech the one that like delayed an expansion launch because or a patch or something like that because they he spilled coffee on his computer And he's like i totally didn't spill coffee on my computer that's totally not the reason why the patch isn't out yet Do you guys remember this i do not it happened it happened last year or recently like it was just he was just like that's, yeah, there may or may not have been a cup of coffee that went on a certain important laptop before this patch launched, and like <laughs> Twitter was like losing their minds. They're like patchware, Naxware. Oh god, Man. that's funny. I like, don't
1: know if it was Deck Tech or not. Maybe I thought, but he mostly does patch notes and stuff. I don't know.
0: I think, I think, I think it was him, if memory serves. But in any case, I, I like this. You know, the snobs can get snobby, but like he, he's at least honest. He just wants the caffeine. That's. You know what? chemical dependence. (laughs) Give, give the man a break.
2: Yeah, I, I totally get that. That makes sense. I
1: appreciate that. I've been on a steady caffeine diet since law school, and that's just uh you know, it, that, that'll do it. All right, we got one more question, and we're gonna kind of gloss over this one because we're gonna talk about it in just a second. So. this question is from Kevin Ellis, uh, Multizord. I want to know more about Mech Mage and Wild. What decks really lean into the archetype with the new cards from Voyage? So uh, the main topic for tonight's show actually is post-Nerf decks to climb with, and Mech Mage is one of them. So we're going to get into that um, in in just a minute. So um, yeah,
3: hooray! Hooray!
1: Okay. So I'm not gonna skip the question, but we're gonna get into it in just a minute so good good question uh the timing is is just right so uh, we have one, two, three, four, five, six six decks, six decks to talk about tonight uh looking at the idea of what to climb with post nerf, and so the nerfs we were talking about wild specific because the other ones didn't really make a huge impact um we're talking about Kelthas not being uh the third spell is no longer zero, the third spell is down to one. I have seen some people playing it. I think that it's a little sus right now. It's probably still okay, but like I we don't have any druid decks tonight. Uh the other one is that switcheroo was banned, so the uh the like the cheaty boar darkness priest deck is is just gone. Um in wild anyhow. So, there's still some other decent priest decks. I think they're calling it, like, Light Glare or something like that. Uh, the idea is to, you know, you play a bazillion spells and you get, like, a free arcane giant and the uh, other big 7-8 taunt things that cost zero after you play a bunch of spells. Mm-hmm. Um, anyways.
2: Graveyard Colossus?
1: Graveyard Titan? Graveyard... Something? Yeah, yeah um, I Graveyard don't... Something. I, you know... It's the deck is really interesting. I have played it a handful of times because people keep asking me to play it, and like, I don't really like it very much. Uh, it's
0: just, yeah, it's, it's one of these like high legend like fugue states that like if you're if you're big brain enough to like pilot it, it's a it's a it's a good deck. Um,
1: you just have to do I, it right, and it's a little bit complicated, and and like. But, I I always go off too soon when I play it, and I just—it's not really my jam. I'm not trying to dunk on anyone. It, it's, no, I, it's cool. I it just—it ain't me.
0: One of my my team captain for THL last season uh, once said to me because I was playing Frog Shaman and I was like trying to like I was trying to I, I was figuring it out, but I was trying to figure it out into like the combo priest matchup, which mm-hmm. turned out was like a really difficult matchup, even though I thought I was going to be like fine. And he said to me, it's just like, you know, like frog shaman's okay, but it's like, it's a, it's a game, it's a deck that takes 200% of your brain to eke out a 50% win rate, like <laughs>
1: just play
0: something else.
1: Grave horror. Yep. Yep. Yep, Grave yep. horror. Thank you. And so
0: like, that's, that's, I think like, I think that's what Light layer is right now. Yes. That being said, if it turns out that you use 200% of your brain and it gets you like a 65, 70% win rate, that's worth like. That was where dark Lair was, right? Like as far as like a skill cap goes, where it was a really big brain, be- big brain, blah, 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 big brain deck, but also rewarded that mm-hmm. work you put into it in spades. Um, so so it's yet to be seen whether or not that's at that level. I still think combo priest is the best priest deck right now.
1: I it, yeah, it I think good, so too. But it's
0: not in our list tonight.
1: Yeah, so we're we'll looking at you know, these are like new quote-unquote new decks um so we have a few and this is not to say like these are all of the decks uh these are just the ones that we brought because we couldn't bring 20. uh so I had an experience this week I um I got a cold not COVID thankfully we all passed it around my my son was sick and then it was about a week and my wife and I were like oh cool we dodged it somehow and then we got sick um, and so I took off work, uh, Tuesday and Wednesday, I just had a sore throat and it's basically better now, which was, which is great. Um, but, uh, with, with two days on my hands with, with nothing else to do. So the first couple of days, like I spent in the nerf waiting room and like, I wanted to play really bad. I wanted to climb the the legend ladder and like, I was just frustrated because I kept running into like these cheaty decks, like the, the Kelthus druid and, and the, uh, Switcheroo Priest. And they, you know, there's some you could play Shutterwalk Shaman with like just a ton of disruption. Two dirty rats and two um uh the mech one, whatever it's called, that like pulls something out. I can't think of the name off the top of my head. You know what I'm talking about? Uh Hecklebot. Hecklebot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh but it was like <laughs> eh. Um uh, I played some of the some some rogue stuff, but like, you know, there wasn't much you could do. I spent a couple of days or, well, I guess it was one day playing, um, secret mage, just running, uh, two, two potions of polymorph and was like dunking on people. And it was hilarious. <laughs> I can't
0: forget to vaporize
1: and vaporize. Yeah. Yeah. So like I was putting all the bad cards in secret mage, uh, but mm-hmm. it was working. And so I had, awesome. had this Fun. like amazing win rate against these two decks and just was losing to everything else. That's it. Uh, But when the nerfs hit on Tuesday, like, I was homesick, and so I played all day and climbed from, like... I was somewhere between 800 and 1,000 and got down to 250 uh, Legend with... I was at 257 Legend with this uh, Pirate Rogue, or Swordfish Rogue, or whatever you want to call it. Uh, And so that's the deck that I have tonight to talk about. I think that the list is almost perfect. I'm at about... uh, Probably like twenty six, twenty-eight cards out of thirty. Um do I think that swordfish will get nerfed? Eh, it's possible. I I I don't know. It it's it's like, I can
2: see it happening, and I don't want it to happen.
1: I don't. That's that's the answer that I have as well, and I'm I was reluctant to like say it out loud. I don't want to breathe life into it. I think that
0: it, uh, it has to be wild specific. I don't think it's doing enough in
1: standard. I don't think it is either, and that's why I think it's safe. It doesn't feel broken mm-hmm. though; like it feels strong. No. Yes, I like it better than King's though, because you can have two. Now I saw some people running poison in it, and I just don't like it. I, I just it like. I don't know. Early versions are running poison. It's okay, but was the
2: list I was running still still had poison in it? Yeah. Read off your list. Oh yeah,
1: yeah. I'll read it for. Yeah, I appreciate that. So here's here's the caveat, right? So this show we we do it live on Twitch. There's graphics. The deck list is up on the screen right now. Uh, but for those of you listening to the audio version, you can't see this. So, uh, the deck lists with the pictures and the codes are all in the show notes. The, the links there are in any of the audio podcasts. They're up on our website. They're, they're all over the place. So if you want to copy and paste and stuff, like, they're all there. Uh, I'll read the list, though, for the audio folks. Um, so this version, it's two copies of Buccaneer, two copies of Filet Fighter, uh, Patches the Pirate, two Prize Plunderers, two Secret Passage, two South Sea Deckhands, two Amalgam of the Deep, two Cavern Shiny Finder, two Eviscerate, two Parachute Brigands, two Ship's Cannon, two Puffer Fist, uh, two Swordfish, two Dread Corsair, two Cutting Class, and Mr. Smite. Um, so I, I like this. Early versions of the deck were running two copies of um, uh, the zero mana spell, whatever it's called, prep, uh, preparation. yeah, And then two copies of... grading uh, uh, Party. Rating, rating party. party, thank yeah. you. That's the danger in recording the show after like... Uh, like a nine hour day of work I just brain's just addled Brain's just work does not work yeah and the reason I don't like it, I think rating party was okay because there's so many like one and two cost stuff but there were so many times when prep was just sitting dead in my hand yeah. and like I didn't there's no combo cards in here or very few it was like I just I don't need it uh I like prep rating party on one is crazy good except like, for when you draw patches with it <laughs> <laughs> because that happens. <laughs> yeah, and so um, I and so those those left, um, and in their plays it's running Cavern Shiny Finder, which pulls your weapon, and you can still draw. Like if you draw two Cavern Shiny Finders and two weapons, like okay, bummer, but uh, I, I like it. Um, I feel like the two flex spots here are Eviscerate and uh, where is the other one? Um, the Amalgam. Amalgam. Oh, the, the Amalgam. Amalgam of the Deep. And and so there's there's a couple versions of this running around. Corb uh, is playing one with two copies of Frenzied fellwing, which I, I feel like when it works, it's a zero mana 3-3. Um, but I really wanted the pirate synergy. Mm-hmm. And uh, so there's a couple flex spots. I Definitely. Um, so yeah, I think Corpse is running. Uh, Frenzied Fellwing, Wing. It's okay. I don't like it because it, you know, it. I I tried it. I had it sitting dead in my hand sometimes, and like when it works, it kind of felt win more to me. Like I if, if I go all in, you know, um, I can have uh, if I coin out cannon and and a one man pirate, and then I'm yeah. doing a bunch of damage, and then I can play a three three on top of it, and it's very good you know smork damage i don't think it's bad at all i just i was finding myself wanting more pirates for the synergy in yeah. this
0: in this no, spot sorry,
1: oh yeah no no go for it
0: okay so i was just going to say if you're going to run the frenzy the the fellwing version it does change how you play a little bit because i think you're more apt to rip passage when you don't have a lot of mana
3: mm-hmm.
0: and you have a swordfish up that's loaded because i think you can like hit face and you can reliably like fish for a couple of free three threes, yeah. whether that's dread Corsair or whether that's fell wing, like for, for people who are still running fell in their, in their, um, in their list. Like, I think you can be a little bit more free on your passages. Cause you, you can rip a passage with no mana left and like kind of gamble on the fact that you're going to get something mm-hmm. out of it. So like, I, I do kind of like it in the list, but to your point, if the fell wings are in there, let's say in like in place of the amalgam, um, Ten of your thirty cards are now not pirates, and the whole deck is around swordfish. So it's it, it it is a significant.
2: Yeah, you want to find that pirate. You don't want
0: to whiff, right? And odds are good that you won't whiff, but they're better if you have more pirates.
1: <laughs> you know what's funny? I'll, I'll tell you something interesting. So frenzied fellwing is a demon, uh, and so you if you're playing frenzied fellwing and amalgam, like you can. Find yeah. a demon, which is interesting. Um, hmm. I, so there you go. I, I so, don't know what you'd
0: want, but that could be fun. Like, I, oh, look, I got a ticket.
1: You gotta avoid daddy, um, what, for, for the mirror.
2: What's the uh, five seven charge?
0: Oh, doom guard,
1: the doom guard.
0: call. that's man.
1: hilarious.
0: That, that's, nuts. that's what you want because you never have cards in your hand anyway. Playing
1: this, I thing. had one where <laughs> uh, uh, Shutterwalk played uh, Dirty Rat on two. And it pulled my Mister Smite, and they just conceded. That's so, <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's so funny. Everything now has charge for the rest of the game.
0: Nate, have you tried Cutlass Courier at all? Yes, yes,
1: yeah. Plot? Actually, I did. So the two that I experimented with, Cutlass Courier, was one, and I actually like it. I got, I got the, I, like yeah. I got them from HS Replay because. Uh, so if you subscribe to HS Replay Premium, it. It'll look at what deck you're playing. It'll make recommendations for mulligans, and then it'll look at your deck versus other versions of your deck that are similar, and show you like, oh, this deck looks like this this other one, but here's the cards that are different. And then I was looking at that, and it was showing me these other two cards, and the win rates like these were supposedly the higher win rate cards. It was uh, Cutlass Courier was one, and the other was Fog Sail Freebooter. Yeah, I could see that. And so I tried them both, and I actually liked them a lot. And I ended up okay. switching them out because I was I was chatting with Six J, and we were I was just I was experimenting with it. And this is kind of what I settled on. So I think Corbs List is running the amalgams and the wings. Uh I ended up with the amalgams in the two spot. I, it's kind of hit and miss, I think, for me between amalgam and and uh, freebooter. Mm. Y- you have a weapon equipped so often. That the Freebooter yeah. almost always goes off, and so it's two damage, either face or, you know, to to a minion on the board.
0: This deck is so thirsty for reach, too. Like, hopefully it ends the game before they drop a taunt, but, like, it, it gets jammed up so hard by a taunt sometimes.
1: It does, and so, you know... I, I like the it. idea
2: of the Freebooter now.
1: I like the Freebooter. The Amalgam of the Deep is interesting, because you discover a pirate, and, like... There's a lot of good pirates, though. You know, like, when you need it, like, hey, I could discover a, a Filet Fighter, one damage, uh, a Plunderer to kill something off, a, a Deckhand to go face. Uh, I've discovered Smite off it before, but it's, like, it's kind of hit and miss. With Wild, unfortunately, because the pool is so huge, like, it's kind of risky. Um, and so I'm not settled on on it. Uh, the other one, like you were saying, Shmoopy, is the um, Cutlass Courier. It's... a uh, it's interesting. It's in that three, uh, three mana spot, and it's a gosh, what is it? A two five, I think. But two what- five.
0: It's nice when you hit it with Swordfish, though, because it then becomes a Yeti for three mana.
1: Yeah, that draws you
0: a card. Like that's that's like the nuts when you when you hit that. Um, but it's, you know, it's still it's still a three mana card and a curve that's like you're still trying to keep low.
1: Well, and the, see that's the thing. Like the your 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 mana cuts off at three with the exception exception of mr smite and and so i don't know it's a it's a two five the thing i like about it is that you're swinging your weapon like every turn basically and drawing a pirate is really good i like that i like drawing cards i think it's great um like you were saying earlier you can rip passage even even in this like you can rip passage with like one mana left and it's fine because yeah uh so much of your deck costs so little and so a card like when when i've got swordfish equipped dread corsair costs zero uh cutting class costs one or if i rip a a buck and then the swordfish cutting class now costs zero yeah and and that's awesome so you've got your mr smite but like smite is great because smite is a finisher um drawing smite early is a bummer but like your whole deck like you're just it's an aggro deck basically
0: yeah i like i like kind of sitting on smite sometimes and then sitting on a dread corsair as well so that like especially if i've hit it with with swordfish so now i'm talking about like turn six i have 11 burst damage you can make the argument that oh well you want the game to be over before turn six but sometimes that's just not a reality that's not how the, the draw works out yeah have you tried the other thing i want to ask you because i've seen people bring these up oh Two things I wanted to ask you. Thing one, Puffer Fist. been mm-hmm. nerfed.
1: I still like Playing
0: it. With card name?
1: I still like it, yes. <laughs> I did. I did. I, I played too. with it.
0: The- I do too, but I wanted to hear what you thought.
1: So, this is my thought on this. I was facing so much of like the mirror, and so many of these pirates have one health. Uh, Filet Fighter, Buccaneer, Patches, Plunderer, South Sea Deckhand, like, uh, shiny finder like they all have one health and so if you're facing off against the mirror I play the puffer fist and go face <laughs> and it just clears your whole board like it's great is it worth yeah, it and it,
0: goes, I, and it goes face a little bit like, like and it, it gets does, that chip damage
1: and, it yeah. does one face yeah. I, I do feel like the card is still fair you know it's a 3-3 instead of a 3-4 I think it's fair if things like if the meta shifted could I see myself swapping out like a card for that eh, maybe
2: I think we still would have at least tried it if it was, and ran it if it was this three-three version from
1: the beginning. I think so. I still enjoy it. I I like it. I think it's okay.
0: It's a neutral Defias Cannoneer, is the way I look at it, and we like Defias Cannoneer as a card. It's a different effect. Okay, it's a different effect, but it's it's kind of similar in how it you're looking at it as how it impacts the board. Mm -hmm. Uh, In some situations, it's better than Defias Cannoneer. I think I said last Juggler.
2: It's a knife juggler that you don't have to predict where it's going. Right,
0: right. It's just like you, you love the effect. So like it lost the health, but like it was probably overtuned to begin with for a neutral
1: card. Like, it was you're probably a little too strong. I was so. floored the first time I uh was playing in standard and someone played it with that uh that card that gives uh uh you know, combo gives it something poison. You and you oh, give yeah. the puffer fist poison <laughs> and then it's just a full board clear. Oh, that's great. Yeah, um, odd, I,
0: odd rogue can still
1: do that. I yeah, but I don't know. I, I odd rogue is on my list to play, like to experiment with, like after the month. Uh, reverts, yeah, it's the but
0: fringe. it's on the fringe for sure. I've seen a lot less of it, and I think it's because it's just not as good as just regular pirate rogue. But I think it's probably playable. Like it's uh... it's, it's playable for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I saw it yesterday. Hey, there yeah, you go. Like it's people people will play it because they love it.
3: It's like For you
1: know, science! It. Yeah. I like Eviscerate in the list, and the reason I like it is because it's super easy to combo. Uh I like it because like you were saying, Shmoopy, if you see a taunt, it taunt is scary. But eviscerate yeah. goes over the top. Or, you know, sometimes like yeah, sometimes it's spot removal because if you you know your minions are all um they're they're like high attack low health minions and they're super susceptible to aoe's and board clears and like if you lose board like you kind of just lose but having reach is great and again you know if you uh very easily like if you just rip passage uh you know it's going to combo i i felt yeah. very comfortable with eviscerate in the list i really like it
0: i'm Have not saying tried? it's
1: perfect but it's it's pretty close what
0: have you tried sinister strike in that little burn slot because I've seen a lot of people swear up and down that they like sinister strike
1: uh, you don't have to
0: combo it it's always three it's cheap I, I guess that's the that's the the logic behind it um I thought it was interesting I haven't experimented it with myself yet
1: yeah no, I thought about <laughs> it I thought about it and i there was at one point um this is a while ago but i I got a i think it was an odd like a super aggro odd rogue of it was kind of a, a creation between uh, swaguar and and Martian mm-hmm. and Martian Boo, right, right,
0: right.
1: Wolf riders and whatnot. Yeah, the, yeah, the, that thing. The the, the, the Argent Horsen Commanders Horsen. Horsen. and the the horse riders, the wolf riders. The was that
0: until Nitro Boost was one.
1: Yeah, I think so.
0: That's the gen, oh, but, okay, yeah.
1: And and so I thought about adding Sinister Strike. I just like I don't know. I like Eviscerate better because sometimes I need to remove a taunt you know, yep. and yeah, I, I, I want to be able to select my target again. I, this is not perfect. It's just, I feel it's close and I'm very comfortable with it. Oh yeah. Uh, I don't and, think it's uh, settled I, yet, you yeah. know, and uh, Amalgam of the Deep is, is kind of hit and miss. I, I really like Cell Freebooter as well. I don't, I don't know. It's very close. we so will keep playing it. Uh, But the list is fun. Yeah. It's the super thing, fast.
0: The only thing I run in my list that's a little different from yours is like again for THL because I'm expecting like I'm expecting certain decks and so I'm targeting certain decks. I actually think I removed a Puffer Fist for Smothering Starfish.
1: Yeah, so you could. There's some tech.
0: Everything. So if I'm like, if I'm expecting Free Shaman, they freeze my board. I drop my Smothering Starfish. My stuff's not frozen anymore and nothing has taunt, um, <laughs> it, which has like some benefits. Um i think maybe with the mech decks like you might see that tech come in but it is definitely like tech w it's not this is a deck that wants to do its own game plan and do its thing like that's it's that might be i like it as a possibility because especially the smothering starfish with three mana two for its stats are fine for the cost it's a little yeah. disadvantage but the effect can be powerful enough there where it's like all right wallet taunts it's no more
1: yeah so yeah so i played about 45 games i had a 61 percent one right and this is experimenting with stuff and part of it was played before the nerfs. And so it's, uh, I don't know. I like it. I like it though. I recommend it. Um, if anybody wants,
0: I think this is, this is what you're going to see everywhere on ladder. Eventually when people finally decide they've had enough of nerfs, pirate warriors, this, <laughs> is the, this, is the next, this is the next spam and aggro deck. Like, cause it's pretty afford. Honestly, it's pretty affordable. Like you probably already have patches and you probably already have smite. Um, mm-hmm. You know, if you're if especially if you're like a standard player transitioning over, you probably already have smite.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. You may
0: craft patches, you may not, but like most people will have these, and there's even a Drekthar version that I don't think is better.
1: Um, I don't like the Drek version. I you think can it's it. I, you can. Yeah. I think it's bait. I, I saw it yeah. and I I thought about it. And I just like so many of these minions have battle cries. I mean Drek'thar is definitely a stat dump and I, I'll give it that. Um but like when it pulls your Shiny Finder and your Amalgam and your Plunderer and your Filet Fighter, it's like eh. Um I mean it thins your decks and it and it puts stats on the board, so it's okay, but like I I I'm, I'm not sold on it. Yeah. Anyways, we got some other decks to talk about. I this one's fun. It's kind of my little my, my personal favorite at the moment. Uh, but we have a handful of others. so let's talk about, uh the next one up is Reno Paladin, which I thought at first, so this is great. like NHL was posted something like, I don't know, a couple weeks back or whatever that like this is like the sleeper, but I don't think it's bait. There's a lot of different versions floating around right now, and I don't think that it's settled. And so, like, I don't think that this is necessarily, like, the perfect 30, but the deck just has so many options that it it wins games. It's greedy as all get out, but uh, I think it's pretty good. Do you know, Shmoopy, who's this version from?
0: Uh, I grabbed it from the latest from Neon site. I am not sure. Do you want me to read off the cards that are in it?
1: Yeah, yeah, if you can. If you can. And oh. I'll, while you do that, I'll see if I can find who made sure. it
0: but... um so the one drops are animated broomstick christology and night of anointment the two drops are city tax dirty rat equality which has re- recently reverted back to original equality with yeah. so city tax hand of a doll uh red scale dragon tamer zephyrs the great uh the three drops are alliance bannerman Brand's Bonbe- bronzebeard uh high priest the Lord Barov, again, another nice combo with City Tax. Righteous Defense, Rust Rock Viper, uh, Zola the Gorgon. The four drops in this particular list are Blademaster Okani, um, Blademaster Samuro, Nazdormu the Timeless. Um, Nazdormu is really important here because we're going to have some really beefy um, top end. Uh, The five drops are Lotheb, Ziliacs, reno is the only uh six drop the seven drops are uh lifeforged Carriol, mutanus the devourer and the leviathan um this deck doesn't work without lifeforged Carriol. Lightforge carrial is the whole reason this deck exists yeah um the i think the the most modern version that came about in alterac was basically otters messing around with, like, Polk Helt into hero cards, and he figured out that Polk Helt into Lightforge Carol was really, really, really freaking good, um, which is why I'm a little sus on this top end, but let's talk about the top end. Um, it has a Varian, King of Stormwind, as an 8-drop. The 9-drop is Dragon Queen, Alexstraza and then the 10-drop that's not really a 10-drop is Lachlar, the Ice Lord, because you're almost always taking so much damage that he costs 5. Raid Boss, Anixia, who's pretty broke. And a twenty drop molten giant, which is never a, to- a twenty drop, because you're playing it on turn three after you played uh, High Priest to call.
1: Right? Yeah, that's a that's a gnarly combo. Eighteen so, legendaries. Yeah, it's
0: <laughs> it is definitely, and I don't know if all these legendaries are necessarily the best. I think you could definitely like it's debatable whether or not you cut down the top end, so that you can put in pull cult, so that you reliably get Karyll and go from there. Um, but the deck is just so sticky, especially if you get the uh, carryal up. You know, the call yourself at one health, play Reno. You're with carryal up. You're looking at essentially you've got functionally 116 health. Oof. And and you could be five cards behind in fatigue, or you could be five cards ahead in facing this, and you're really behind in fatigue because carryal carryal's effect also impacts fatigue so like turn one in fatigue you take one turn two and fatigue you take one and <laughs> <Turn> three <in> and <laughs> fatigue you take two right and and just and goes from there where it's just it's still laying the effects and you've got so much healing built into the lineup um it's just it's it's very sticky it's very anti-aggro and even carol's initial effect where she comes out and plays consecration essentially and you get a, a weapon swing um this is one of the decks that uh is performing, I think, very well into Pirate Rogue right
1: now. Oh and yeah.
0: That's why this is on yeah. the map.
1: You just cannot deal with like there's endless board clears here. There's weapon destruction, there's healing, there's armor, uh there's divine shield, like it's just a nightmare uh to deal with. Samuro, Okani. It's it's like the greediest greed, but like it, it it works for some reason. Uh there's it, a question in chat thoughts on both Finleys in this. Like why why not add two more legendaries to this? I think that um, <laughs>
0: no.
1: you know so
0: so I don't like Finley of the Sands because of the anti-synergy with Cariel. So maybe you do care maybe you don't care about that because it is a Reno list. But that's one of the benefits to having Cariel on this list is like you can kind of sit back and play rope a dope, and they're just smacking you in the face, and you're just hitting button with carryall. And I had somebody play like a twenty nine thirty four samuro against me. Yep. Uh, oh. The other day, as their last card. Or a giant uh, taunt
1: when you know they drop a same thing like a fifteen fifteen ziliaks, and and yeah, like
0: it's like spooky. It's like oh my god, what is that? And so like I I, I think finley of the sands is great if you get him before turn seven.
3: Yeah, post- agreed.
0: And seven, he kind of becomes a dead card unless you're you're changing game plans somehow. So, um, as far as like little Finley goes, I think that's really interesting.
1: Spinley? Um,
0: <laughs> yeah, I think I think that could be interesting because um, what are you going to be getting at? You're going to be if if it was let's say if we had Paul in here, you're guaranteed to get the bottom end of your of your. Mm. Um, of your list which would get you city tax which would get you equality so i think if you're running Polkelt, celt, i think you very much consider getting a little finley in here city
1: taxes is just cheating I'm just yeah i hate that card <laughs>
0: yeah yeah it's so good it's so good in the fire road um it's like you know one of the reasons it's doing well i mean you get dirty rat you get access to your zephyrus i i think that's a really it's a good shout um if you're running Polkelt, celt. and i'm actually like like i said this was the mo this was the latest list. I think this list is maybe like a touch on the greedy side. But it's just an example of what it's trying to do. Like I think the Leviathan's new card. So like you play it and it's fun. And also yeah. what's cool is like again, if we were playing Polk health, the Leviathan is reliably getting at the bottom of your deck. So yeah. like if you let's say you were playing something like Boar post Polk Health, like you're like, all right, I'm never gonna see boar again unless i shuffle somehow. Um Leviathan's going to dredge that up. So I think like with the dredge especially with the uh, with the dredge mechanics this this list is not solved. Um and there's there's a lot of permutations I think you can play with it. Yeah. Um it looks like a pile of cards but like it just it plays like it has answers primarily based on the fact that um Karyll just soaks up so much damage and buys you so much time that you can afford to just kind of like pull stuff out of your butt for <laughs> 15
1: minutes. It's the truth, though. Like, shorter. this is, I cannot tell you how many times I'd get somebody down to like 10 health or less. And it's like, Cario, you're like, oh, oh great. Oh, now God. they're taking, I do have one after Cario, but like, it's hard uh, yeah. because they're taking half damage. And then they armor and then they Reno. And you're like, all right, button. I yeah, bye. Just, <laughs> it's, uh, yeah. So, but I agree. Like, I don't think that this deck is solved. I think that uh, it's close, but it doesn't need to be. There's flex spots. I, I mean, if I go through this, like, you know, uh, there's some cards, you know. It- it's interesting. I think that, uh, you know, the Thakal uh, Molten Giant combo is always going to be great. Mm-hmm. Sa- Samuro with any sort of hand buff is always going to be great. Uh, your You know, your your board clear combos, so Lord Barov with... Uh, um equality and city tax those those are great broomstick um when i'm looking at this i've got vipers so that i can play it against the uh the weapon classes the rogue in particular varian is just a giant pain to deal with um trying to think like you know your, your lotheb and Ziliax is always going to be good there's an interesting combo here with um uh, the murloc card it's called red scale dragon i can't read it because it's too small dragon tamer Red Scale Dragon Tamer. It's a two-mana Murloc. This is when it dies, you uh, draw a dragon. So this will pull your um, Nazdormir the Timeless or your Anixia, which I feel like there's a little bit of anti-synergy, or your Dragon Queen Alex draws. See, I think there's a little anti-synergy. The idea is you want Nazdormu the Timeless to get 10 Mm -hmm. 10 mana, and then you can play all your greedy stuff. Um, And so, you know, I don't think that this list is perfect, but it's awfully close, and uh, it's very fun. I think it's really cool that we have a
2: viable Reno Paladin to play, though, because I've, I've made Reno Dragon Paladins in, in different iterations of Reno Paladin in the past, and they've never been good, so I just kind of jam them in casual for fun, and we got something that is actually doing pretty decent on the ladder, so I, 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 I want to rip this one.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's super fun. Alright, uh next up we've got a Shudderwalk Shaman. A big shocker that Shudderwalk uh or freeze shaman or whatever you want to call it is is still good. Uh because yeah. of course it is. Um so here's here's a list. I had a question about this like pre show and we are holding off talking to him. I think there's a couple questionable cards in here, but uh I'm interested to to hear the thoughts. Is this this from uh Hearthstone decks? Like a neon. Yeah, site? I got
0: this from most most recent hearthstone decks.net and it has a couple cards that i think are are worth talking about you want to read the list you want me to uh
1: i'll read it real quick so this is a there's we over the past months like we have seen many different iterations of this um i love the deck i think that it's uh this is like the tech w deck of of all decks Mm -hmm. uh so this particular version and again i think that this deck is made up of of like nothing but tech cards and so there's probably five or six like tech spots that you can swap out depending on what you're seeing. But here's, here's the latest iteration, right? Uh, two copies of Armor Vendor, one Toxfin, uh, one Bulner Hammerback. I can't read it. Hammer Beak, whatever Beak. it is. Uh, two, two Devolves, two Dirty Rats, one Firemancer Fleurgold, uh, two copies of Ice Fishing, Two brilliant macaws, two gluttonous ooze, two copies of healing rain, uh, uh two copies of primal Dungeoneer, blade master okani, two copies of serenite chain gang, one copy of boom pistol bully, one Lotheb, one grumble, uh, world shaker, one skulking geist, two snowfall guardians, one <laughs> one copy of the lurker below, and uh Shutterwalk on the top end. <laughs> this is uh some cards right here. I think that. I have questions. I think that you probably have answers. And I think that I understand the reason. But like, some interesting cards. So, there's two copies of Ice Fishing. I think that that's probably pretty good if you're seeing a lot of aggro or board-based decks because you're guaranteed... You're just upping your consistency to draw the Flurgal-Tox combo. And so, if you have a dead one, it is what it is. Um... I do not it's like, like mutinous issue,
0: right? Like, it it's is. like it's yeah,
1: yeah, stuff. it is. But like, that's Good how comparison. you, that's how you don't die. And so, you know, one ice fishing, two ice fishing, I think it either is fine, but upping, upping it to two increases your consistency. I, I do not like mutinous in Shutterwalk list because it messes up your ice fishing. There are so many times like uh i would laugh because like my opponent would rip ice fishing and then not play anything and i was like oh they drew drew mutinous right um and uh you know it is what it is the interesting cards in this one are uh there's two copies of gluttonous ooze which is interesting i think that you could swap it out for viper but I get the rationale, Schmoopy. You why don't you tell the listeners? I I, yeah, well, I, I don't so, like it, but, but I see it. Why,
0: yeah, the reason why you might run ooze. I, I think, by the way, I think this the, the current ecosystem in general is pirate rogue is doing very well into shaman right now. Mm-hmm,
3: mm-hmm. So
0: I think this list is like a is like a overreaction to taking against pirate rogue. So the Glyton the Soos is like you used to play them against Kingsbane because uh, over let's say something like Sticky Finger, because Glut Ooze not only destroyed the Kingsbane, but it also healed up a Kings Bay swing. Um, so I think that's the rationale for why they would run that as swordfish tech. Though so, Nate, I'm kind of inclined with you. Like that could very easily be Viper and and not a big deal. Um as far as just like the the guat oozes. you made a yeah. noise when when you saw the healing rains,
1: though. Oh, dude, I don't like healing rain. I I don't I don't. I think that's two cards that you you could put something better in. Now I get it, I get it. So that's, here's that's
0: part of the the pirate rogue tech, though. Right? It, like it
1: is. Like, so here's what happens, right? My opponent just doesn't seem proactive to me, right? That's my problem with it. It's not, but, and so it's it's like. When I play Hearthstone, I want to play to win as opposed to playing to not lose. And so, like, okay, if I'm playing a Reno version, I'll add one. But this is running two copies. And so when I I watch people play and then I complain because they heal a lot. And then I complain because they put a bad card in their deck. And that's my personal opinion. So, you know, take it with a grain of salt. But, like, I just, like, you could put something different in that spot instead that I think be better i don't know i Um, i I, I get it it's definitely it's definitely aggro tech and i've lost games because of it but but like i still don't like it
0: right how many games have they lost having that in their hand when they could have something else um another reason why i think you might actually knock the healing rain in this list i know i i know i shared this but like this was the most recent one mm -hmm. i i just seemed like an overreaction again to, to pirate rogue because that matchup apparently is, is is tough for the shaman.
1: Um the rogue is just so fast, you know, they, they really yeah. have to uh they have to stall and stall and heal and clear and you know. I think
0: I think devolve is so important in this meta with all the mech decks. Because the, the ecosystem is kind of pirate rogue feeds on shaman. Shaman absolutely dumpsters the mech decks and we can talk about how the mech decks do into the rest of the field but um in largely they're dumpstering the mech decks because they run devolve and so maybe the correct shaman list is only running three spells one ice fishing two devolves Ice fishing gets you a board clear devolves gets you the next best thing uh, especially in, in some cases into like let's say a, a mech paladin Better than ice fishing because they might have a bunch of divine shields up, and you need to just take stats off the board, reduce them down, hopefully, not put any necks on the boards for magnetizing. So, um, yeah, I mean, I think there's a case, there's another case for cutting healing rain and a nice an fishing just because maybe you only want three spells. I like, uh,
1: I like devolving missiles as well, actually. And again, yeah, it, you I, know, I've seen
0: that, it depends. I've seen that and Maybe you run two copies of those instead of healing rain because just that's what the meta is.
1: Yep. Yeah. They're meta dependent. You know, I, I like them though because and it, it depends what you're playing. Anything like the mechs, Divine Shield or Death Rattle or Magnetic, like it just nukes them. And uh I I, I like that quite a bit. Um yeah. this does go uh let's see. It, it, it runs two copies of Serenite Chain Gang, which I think is interesting. Again, I think this is highly teched against the Rogue because yeah. Serenite Chain Gang has the taunt, but also mm-hmm. if you play Chain Gang and uh, Zola the Gorgon and Grumble, like you can go infinite late game
3: mm-hmm.
1: uh, yeah. w- with Shutterwalk. And so you know, don't play Shutterwalk until you've played all those, so that you get infinite Shutterwalks. The other card in here that I think is kind of interesting—well, there's two: Skulking Geist. I think was good when Quest Hunter was everywhere, but now it doesn't seem as good. Now that being said, yeah, like you know, we'll talk about it in a minute. Quest Mage is is a deck, but like I don't think it helps. Oh, I don't think um, it. I don't think it helps as much as as like. Uh,
0: it it doesn't because they have so many. Um, they use coins.
1: They so do, often yeah. and it it, it, it doesn't like deal. yeah. I mean, it nukes. Okay, so it, it nukes evocation. It nukes uh, first flame. It nukes. Uh, Ray, Ray, of, Ray of frost. frost. Like yeah. it,
0: it's not. It's not insignificant. It slows them down, and maybe that's all you need with with this to buy time. Like you're looking for Lothep. You're looking for Grumble. Um, you're, I mean, I'd argue a a better tech would be Neophyte if that's really a concern. Um,
1: I don't know. Yeah, but uh,
0: you know, instead of a instead of a six drop. But um, I, I I get the appeal of Skull King guys. Like maybe you're just looking to buy time.
1: There's a reason I know, there's that I like, have uh, it in gold. So I mean I am not gonna yeah. say that it's bad. The Lurker Below is certainly a card. And again, this is one that like people play, and then it it, it eats my whole board, and I rage, and then I wonder like why do you put this garden in, in this deck? Like I don't I don't love it.
0: That one I it's fine, actually. It, I, I, it, Lurker it, doesn't bug me so much. It's not
1: bad. It works. I just don't like, I'd put it in a Reno list, but I don't love it here. It's fine. Yeah, sure. It's fine. Sure. I don't know. Yeah. Again, this is like, I think, I think the theme tonight is going to be like, these decks are like about 25 cards, like solid gold. And then, you know, five or six cards that are like, swap them out for whatever you're seeing or whatever you need them for. Yeah. I don't know. It's good. I mean this deck ain't going anywhere. It's solid. Yeah. It it's good against a lot of things. Um the ooze is yeah, I don't know. I like Viper better, but I understand the ooze gives you armor. I um, think
0: that um I think that honestly, um free shaman is in one of the best positions it's been in, maybe even better than it was in Alterac, because I think I think if your worst mashup is Pirate Rogue,
3: mm-hmm. and I don't
0: know that it is or it isn't. But early early indications seem to be that like Pirate Rogue is just farming it right now. Mm-hmm. Shaman can tech for Pirate Rogue. Pirate Rogue can't really alter its game plan all that much nope. to then iterate around what Shaman does.
1: No. So yeah, you're basically all in and, and you just gotta hope that they don't have it.
0: Real danger that Shutterwalk Shaman is just in a position to be the 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 the, the meta tyrant because I think pirate rogue is going to be good enough and fast enough that you can't discount it. You can't ignore it kind of in the same way where pirate warrior was kind of like warping the meta to a certain extent. And then whoever was the king of the second fiddles was just sort of driving the train. So you saw up at high legend, things like combo priest, things like, um, you know, free shaman um, kind of ruling the roost, but all the decks at high legend beat pirate warrior. So, like in a weird way, Pirate Warrior was warping the meta, which I think Pirate Rogue is going to do. Um, and and if that's the case, I would expect this deck to be, you know, close to the top of tier one. If it's not the best deck, it's it's going to be up there with as far as just like it has so many neutral matchups and it can tech for whatever it wants to tech against. Like it's it's not going anywhere.
1: Yeah. All right. Well, we got a couple of fun ones to talk about sure. now. So let's let's move on because uh, Shadow Rock yeah. is is been around for a little bit um so mech paladin Mm -hmm. uh here's radar detector two mana draw five uh so okay i don't have a lot of experience with this deck uh i watched i watched jordan play the other day um and it the deck is solid i mean i think between mech warper and galvanizer and radar detector like you just you got these giant swing turn stat dump like full board full of stuff and if they can't clear it like they're in big trouble but uh it's
0: um yeah the list is two glowtrons two annoyotrons two galvanizers two mech warpers this list is running two micro mummies two radar detectors two security and uh automations two shot bots two asharan moon catchers two flying machines what's the flight plan to claws, um one Snip Snap, uh, two Stone Hearth Vindicators. The only spell they're pulling is Radar Detector. Yep. And I, I actually think that's correct. It's crazy to me that we're cutting Christology from a Paladin list, but I think it's actually mm-hmm. correct in this case because you always want to hit Radar Detector because it's such a nutty card, especially because the only other cards in this list that are not mechs our radar detector and stone Hearth vindicator. So it's almost always a two mana draw five. Yep. Um, two replicating menaces, two war gears, and one ziliax. Um, this is like a low to the ground list. Um, it's not running the bubble bots, which I think might be a mistake because that card is insane. Ahoy, ahoy!
1: <laughs>
0: if you guys have ever, I, I mean, ha, I don't know how much you guys have faced it. Nate, I'm sure you like have nightmares about Bubble blocks as you know a You room.
1: Yes, yes. At at some point, like if if they start, like if if they play one thing or two things, like if they if they brick draw and, and are only playing like you know one card a turn, like all right, I'll clear them and and send everything else face. But if they do a full on board dump and then they give everything divine shield, like. I'm just shipping everything face and it's a race at that point. And uh, you can't bubble bot is, is like the nightmare Um, divine
2: shield and taunt.
1: Oh God. Oh, the taunt. Yeah, no, the taunt is now just bottom right. Yeah, no, you can't. You you just,
0: yeah, (laughs) in this particular list, I think you could very safely cut the flying machines and put in bubble bots.
1: Isn't that crazy? Like very happy.
0: with your result I think so um, too
1: when I see a mech a mech list and we're talking about cutting flying machine it's like what and to see a paladin an aggressive paladin at that cutting uh, call to arms but yeah. again I think it's the right move I think it's it, and and Blue Train and I were talking about this the other night I think it's like every fiber in my being is telling me that call to arms needs to be in this list but like it really doesn't I
0: don't yeah, I don't know. I think I've seen some mechlists with call to arms, but you're also running some important battle cries. Like a galvanizer's an important battle cry. Yeah, you can't Maybe that's the only one. Maybe you're just risking
1: No, between uh, well, the no, and there's uh, magnetic too. I mean the glotrons have magnetic and it, it still feels bad for me when I
2: call to arms and I get my you know, good battle cry cards.
1: No, yeah, and like Skyclaw is probably one. Now uh someone mentioned Zillix. I think you know again all of these decks there's there's gonna be they're they're not a perfect thirty yeah, like yeah. they're pretty close now, I think Zilics is a meta call if I'm playing agro rogue pirate rogue and someone plays zoilics i I hate it because then they're gonna gain a bunch of health and then that's delaying my game plan now i don't I think it's kind of a meta call, yeah, but I, it's it's annoying to deal with as the agro player for sure
0: i think um I think, especially with the Mech Paladin, the list is nowhere near solved. I think I think Stoneheart the Vindicator and Radar Detector is correct. But I, think I know so. Jordan Jordan was playing the other day uh, a list that was a little bit it mirrored more what they're doing in Standard. Karyal um, uh, Leviathan as the top end. Yeah. And yeah. so what ends up happening is, is, if you don't overwhelm them right away with like magnetic stuff. You're just sort of sitting back with Cariel and just making massive mechs in your hand and just sort of just like little bread, bread crumbs, just sort of like metering them out little by little so that they have to answer them one by one. It's just gigantic threat, after gigantic threat that can magnetize onto other stuff. Like he had like a, like a, like he had like a six, eight, you know, snip snap that he could have attached to anything on his board at one point. Um, I think that's the right way to go. I, 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 But I think the the I think regardless, in most cases, you definitely want to run bubble bot, especially if you've got if you're making a lot of mini bots, because it turns every single mini bot into into a a righteous protector. And if you're seeing mostly, um, you know, pirate rogue, the mech decks are going to love seeing pirate rogues.
1: Mm, Um, Stop telling people this stuff. (laughs) I'm
0: just saying they're going to love seeing pirate rogues. They're going to hate seeing shaman. And this is kind of the this is kind of like what we're setting ourselves up for, yeah. Or what the is sort of forming, where like the mech decks look really good into everything, except for shaman. So I I that's, I, that's I, I think this is I think this is this is here to stay. It has a place in the ecosystem. You're going to see it day one a lot. Yeah. Um, I think maybe slightly less than than pirate rogue, but you're going to see it. And and whether it's this sort of low to the ground version, low to the curve version which is more traditional like we would we did load to the curve and then so that like you know galvanizer mech worker may, make everything nothing and then we buffed it up um i think you're going to start seeing you know more of a standard list where it's got you know carryol and it's going for a little bit of a lower game plan but it's got adaptability um mech paladin in some form is going to be around and it's it's going to be very good
1: yeah well speaking of mech decks so there's one more Ooh. uh mech mage and so i'll read
2: the i can read the cards off this one this is blue trains yeah um so blue trains made this one we got two copies of click clocker two copies of mecharoo two copies of Skaterbot, two copies of amalgam of the deep two annoyotrons two book of specters two galvanizers two mech warpers two security automatons Two chugga 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 snow chuggers, <laughs> two s- star scryers, two trench survivors, two mecha shark, do 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 and two seafloor gateways, one snip snap, and one Gaia the tectonic. This entire list up until the end tops out at three mana, but Gaia is the only eight mana card. So this is extremely low to the ground and disgusting by the way because (laughs) i've thought that i had a god opening turn being the pirate rogue and i've just flooded the board shipping stuff face at the beginning they take a couple turns you know they end up dropping their galvanizers their mech warpers their uh mecha shark and then more and more and more and more mechs and just completely destroy my board. And now I have, I'm top decking.
1: Yep. Yep. I
2: have nothing in my hand. My board is dead and they have a full board. So yeah. it's gross.
1: Yeah, this is crazy. And I think uh, blue train really stumbled on something here with the star Scryer. Like when you look at it, it's like, huh, what, but there's only two spells in, in the whole deck, right? I've got book of specters, which is uh, draw three, you know, discard other spells. The only other spell is seafloor gateway. And which is what is it? Uh, draw, draw, and discount all your mechs. Um, and you want either of those. And so Starscire is going to draw you one of those. And you really want those. And the game plan, right, is simple. You, you, like you said, you reduce everything. You play Mecha Shark with a bunch of like zero cost mechs, and you just nuke their whole board.
0: Yeah.
1: and uh and and you know, and Mecha Shark goes face as well. And like a lot of decks just can't recover from it. I think that it's easy to go into early. Like, I think, you know, if you do this, you want to be able to like fill up the entire board uh, and, yeah, sure. and, and just overwhelm them. Um, and, and then I think, I think the list is pretty much solved with the exception of the top end. There is a uh, uh, blue train. Here's got uh, a the tectonic. Um, you could play Ziliax if you want Uh guy super fun.
2: Memoran's head, come on. <laughs> That's true.
1: Um and uh, I mean, well no, okay, work. so here's the other piece. Yeah, someone mentioned it. Um the uh, security automaton also. So it costs 2, but you want to play it early, right? Cuz then every other mech you play, it just gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And um you know, it's a threat as well. And if you can't deal yeah. with it, like it's it's just a, you know, it's a problem and it's cool. You know, the I don't know. I the, I think the longer I play, the more I turn into a, like a filthy aggro player and I like the fast games. Uh, it, uh, this yeah, is this pretty cool. like
0: dark dark glare level like swing turns where you're like Dark glare used to do like, you know, three giants and a broomstick and all of a sudden like your board's gone and you're facing lethal damage. And this does some very similar things. I remember playing this early in the expansion against beast druids, and like you know, they were working so hard to get their board up and then I would drop like a mecha shark and I'd make a full board of threats and it's like, okay, what are you going to do? Oh, you're going to concede. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, ditto with like, ditto with quest hunter, right? Ditto with quest hunter. Like what does a quest line hunter do, you know, with, with a board full of stuff that it can't answer all at once? Like, okay. Urchin spine into Bola shot. Great job. You've killed three things. Take care of the rest. um, it's just it, it 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 does so much and honestly I think we'd be looking at it as a meta tyrant. Like if this is the best deck in the format, it's a miserable meta because <laughs> it it's all about whether or not you've drawn the mecha shark. Um the star squire in this list is brilliant because it, it's always drawing the 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 fuel for the mecha shark or it's drawing the mecha shark. Um Gaia as the finisher, you're never paying eight mana for that. You're never paying eight mana for that. That's coming down at six mana that's coming down at seven mana that's coming down at five mana sometimes um you know as a finisher and you've usually got a board that's big enough that you take advantage of it um but again um this is pretty good into pirate rogue um so you're you know that's your main food source i think it's it's fairly matched into the mech deck um it does not give a damn about Reno Paladin because it does its damage one at a time. So Cariel is an advantage, you know, mm-hmm. except for like when you're attacking when you're bored, but the shark pop-offs, it doesn't care.
1: No, Gyan yeah. And it doesn't care. That's the beauty of the shark with Cariel is like, you know, half it, 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 it always rounds up. Right. So one damage is one damage.
0: One damage is one damage. It yep. doesn't, doesn't care. It's like, it's like the old, it's like Cariel versus Cthulhu Druid. Okay. Good job. Um, I'm yeah. going to deal one damage to you thirty times. You die. <laughs> uh, and most and of these
2: minions are smaller anyway. We, it's not like Dark Lair where you're slamming them in the face with eight eights, right? You yeah, got a well, board you full a of, of small minions, big, but
0: that's it, right? So yeah, yeah. Um, but the um, but again, like the 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 recurring theme: um, dumpstered by shaman. Shaman mm. destroys this deck. Um, Which again, is like it's like, are we setting ourselves, this is like the meta that I fear is that we're setting setting ourselves up for like pirate rogue, obnoxious mech decks, free shaman, which say no more as far as obnoxiousness goes.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, this is solid. And you know, it's interesting. I think the, the other piece is, there's lots of people experimenting with different versions of this. You know, is this the perfect 30? I don't know. It's awfully close. And like, I don't know if uh, you know, just like I was playing a lot of Pirate Rogue. Like I don't, the the you know, who who comes up with the perfect thirty? I don't know. I don't I don't know that I can take it's, credit for. That's just what I've been playing. Like, uh, so
0: this looks like the perfect twenty nine, and if it's not that, like
1: it's it's, it's awfully it's the perfect close.
0: Twenty nine. Like this is this is really close. I love we that it's it's
1: twenty twenty two, and we're playing Snow Chugger. Uh, in in, in, oh, in mech man. mage, like
0: it, it, that's the it, best part. It costs zero. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it costs zero. I'm really tempted to like gold craft this.
0: Like it's it's this is this is no. This is like this is like this is the this is the cutting edge tech. I think this, unlike the mech paladin deck, which I think is unrefined, unlike the Reno paladin deck, which I think is really unrefined. Like <laughs> I would I would comfortably bring this to THL and think nothing of it. Been like okay, this is this is is the latest tech
1: yeah I'm no and actually it. like the it's snow really solid the snow chugger hitting face and freezing like that's inf- yes. that's infuriating as a as, yes. you know when you i've got a weapon equipped like and now i can do nothing
0: and, and nate think about this like you have to choose as a pirate rogue you probably have to choose between let's see with it what else is in this you have to choose between nootron to kill you've got to choose between snow chugger the mecha sharks out there Right? The, They're the all threats. That's the bigger. You, you can't. And, and notably, bravely, Blue Train is running Skaterbot in here, which I love because another little hidden synergy that'll happen in there is like, let's say you have the Mecha Shark down, you throw down um, Mecharoo, you can Skaterbot the Mecharoo. You will not get a Shark proc for magnetizing, but then you can rush in the Mecharoo. The Mecharoo pops, you've yep. killed something that has two health left. And the little Mecharoo pops out. Now you get a sharp prop off because it's summoning a a weapon. So like there's, there's just, I I love the skater bots because I like people keep cutting them, but I think like a free broom for one minion is still so relevant, especially because once this deck takes the board, it doesn't lose it. Not if it's playing, not unless it's playing something like Shaman or, or, or maybe something like priest that can wrestle it back. But like, it's basically, it's, 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 it's the nuts. I really like this list. I think this list is, is, pretty much
1: there i think so um, too and yeah. i i agree with blue train like i don't like gorilla bot actually i feel like there's way too many mechs in wild to discover gorilla bot is yeah, fine that, in standard
0: yeah, That felt like that felt like let's let's play new card new new reverted card Ooh, yeah card. yeah no mechs. and, and like, like
1: gorilla bot in standard is fine because the pool is small but but yeah. in wild like the pool is gigantic and then you're going to end up with the Sneed's old shredder, or something like you really don't want, right?
2: Similar to playing the amalgam, right? yeah. yeah.
1: It's yeah, it's a hit and miss, and I, again, I'm not sold 100 percent on the amalgam, like.
0: But amalgam costs two. Uh, that's the thing. It's like uh, the amalgam is going to cost like zero a lot of times, whereas the gorilla bot still costs one, right? So like I, the the amalgam I can I can forgive because I think it's 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 cheap enough. That card's busted. Like, it's cheap enough that um, it, it, it doesn't matter. The Gorilla Bot, though, is like, all right, what am I really trying to discover here? Like, like this deck doesn't need that much discover scams. Though, I will say, if it doesn't have the draw cards, mm-hmm. um, being able to print a hand for yourself can be important. Like, for a while, we were running a super low curve and a Lunith in this list early in the expansion. Right? Because you,
1: you need, to we draw. need to
0: draw that badly. Yeah, We need to draw that badly to refuel for shark. Um, so I, I get why you'd run gorilla bot. I just, I like this list so much better.
1: Yeah, I do too. Well, Hey, uh, we got one last list to cover real quick before we get into our listener challenge. And, uh, so, so let's do the one last list here, but, uh, yeah, big shout out to uh, our good friend blue train. This is a super fun deck and I think it's very viable too. So, uh, this is probably what I'll be climbing with when the, uh, the ladder resets in next week. So Alright, here we go. Last The last list that we're covering tonight, not to say that there aren't other good ones. In fact, uh, Slizzle, our buddy's got a YouTube video, I think just came out, uh, with a bunch of decks to to climb with, post-nerf um, on the uh, Wild Ladder. So check that out, uh, Slizzle466 on YouTube. Um, here is the uh, the last one that we're covering tonight, is uh, an, an updated version of Quest Mage. I think this deck is... Um, it's difficult to play. It's very rewarding if you play it right. It's it's uh, infuriating to play against because at some point they get just infinite um, turns. Uh, you, you know you. So quest mage this version it's the open the waygate quest mage. All right, so here's the list: uh, one copy of evocation, two copies of first flame, one copy of open the waygate, two ray of frost, one uh, Sir spindly sea guide. One Ancient Mysteries, two Conjure Mana Biscuit, uh two licensed adventure, um, two mailbox dancers, two research projects, two arcane inselect, one brand Bar- bronze beard, one crushed claw enforcer, uh two ice blocks, one commander shivara, two multicasters, two potion of illusion, one varden on grasp, and two grey sage parrots. I think that this deck is uh I don't know if this version is, is the, like the perfect 30. I feel like uh, it's very close. And I've seen a lot of people running it lately. Um, and I, I'm not... I, I don't know that it's solved, but it's awfully close. Um, so here's the basic idea, right? I, uh, and there's a couple spicy combos here. So even after the, the, the old nerf, open the way gate, what does it play? Eight spells that didn't start in your deck? And so you get a spell from First Flame, you get another one from Ray of Frost, uh, you get one from Conjure Mana Biscuit, Licensed, uh, no, sorry, Mailbox Dancer gets you a coin. Um, Commander Shivara lets you uh, replay stuff, right? So play three spells while, while Commander Shivara is in your hand, you, you get them again. Uh, you know, Multicaster draws you a bunch of stuff. Anyhow, um, so there, and then of course Evocation. There's a couple spicy combos here with Evocation. If you you play Evocation and then Sir Spinley, right? So you fill up your hand full of uh, you know cards. Spinley will just shuffle them back into your deck. So there's that. Uh, you've got you know so and then once you you play the combo, um, it's uh, so the quest reward costs five, and then. Basically, you you just gray, gray sage parrot, which will just replay that. Like that's why there's a you I know
0: over and over and over again. Yeah, yeah. over
1: and over. So I so I can brand parrot. I can uh two, I you know then I, I I can potion of illusion on the parrot. Um, take two more turns. All of the parrots. It, it's gross, and you you just lock <laughs> your opponent out. Now I'm always gonna miss. Like I feel weird without. You know playing Quest mage without the Giants feels weird to me, but like when you have infinite turns like you can kill your opponent with a four or five or whatever the pair it is like <laughs> yeah. you you just don't need an eight eight because you you don't get two turns you get like four or five six turns and you you just lock your opponent out yeah. uh the deck is hard to play sometimes like you you gotta get the ice block down and the second ice block down and sometimes you get you know another ice block with uh <laughs> commander savara and
3: get two
0: ice blocks with commander savara uh,
1: yeah
2: or more with evocation
1: that's great now yeah. uh, Savara is
0: really really cracks this list open because you can play for like if you have her in her hand and you play something like first flame um, when you eventually play her not only does The first copy of the second copy of First Flame end up giving you like the back half end up giving you a quest tick, but the front half does too. So like if she's in your hand and you play like First Flame Ray of Frost, like you're talking about when you eventually play her, like four quest ticks. Um, If you play coins while you have her in her hand, she she prints you mana. Um, I played four ice blocks against Pirate Rogue the other day because because I. I played two. Just one and Shavara in my hand. And then I, I found a way to bounce the Shavara. And then I, I played a couple more ice blocks. And oh. essentially, like I just stalled for time until I could play infinite turns with my parents. And like there was nothing they could do. Like it, it's 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 that kind of solitaire combo thing. And and the thing is, is like this deck is weakened to um, hyper aggro. Mm-hmm. So pirate rogue is going to be your natural enemy here. So I've seen one or two lists do weird stuff like cut an ice block for a flame ward. I I do not recommend that. I think mm-hmm. that is that is like
3: mm-hmm. that
0: is making your deck better into a bad matchup, but much worse everywhere else. No, um, no, no, that's that's popping some copium. Do that? You can't <laughs> do that. Um, I've seen something like minus one mailbox dancer for an ignite. I kind of like that. Mm -hmm. um but with the with the because as you're taking turns maybe you need a little help getting into the druids the druids can out armor you yeah
3: yeah Uh, yeah.
0: but what's kind of a a neat combo um that you can use sir finley for is let's say you're getting towards the end of your deck um you need to take a billion turns but you're reaching fatigue and your opponents popped you at one what do you do you play evocation you play sir finley he Mm. replaces all the cards in your in your hand with cards from your deck well you don't have any cards in your deck so your entire hand gets shuffled into your deck and now you have like another like 7 8 cards against fatigue that you can finish doing your your combo this is like multicasters in here so you're drawing like crazy um the arcane intellect is something that's been going in and out i stole this list from nops um who is like uh who is like i think he got up to like top 10 with this top 15 casually just playing wow. this list. So I think if, if you're... Casual
2: top 15.
0: Uh, yeah, casual top 15. If you're <laughs> playing against the uh, slower decks, this is like a deck that's going to do really well at high meta because you're not going to see as much aggro. People are going to just naturally kind of like gravitate up there towards typically, you know, some slower, greedier lists because they enjoy playing them more. Um, but I, I think this deck is like serviceable surf- enough into aggro that like... it. It, if Slow Druid becomes a thing because it, it preys on pirate Rogue, like if Oaken summons into Vargoth Marauder is the nuts again, um, this deck kicks that deck spot. Hmm. Like this deck this deck can handle a Reno Paladin. This deck can handle strategies like if Shutterwalk doesn't lock you out and doesn't rat your parrots, you beat Shutterwalk shaman. So like this deck, I think is
1: It punishes the greedy decks for sure.
0: It fills a niche that is very different from the other decks. Where I think it's almost like a like a cyclical like, pirate feeds on shaman, shaman feeds on mechs, mechs by and large feed on rogue. Uh, Reno Pali is somewhere in there, kind of feeding on the rogues. You know what? Kind of can pick it up with the mechs. That reminds me. this this is kind of like in a very different headspace that isn't going away. You're going to see this, de- this, this deck list places and, uh, it is successful. I don't, I, I think it's for real. I think it's here to stay.
1: Wait, wait, this is great. The, uh, I think it was six J and, and blue train made a, a little graphic here. I'm just going to put it up on the screen. Cause this is, uh, this is what you're talking about here. This is funny. Um, this is the, uh, the food chain right here. All right. It's a little big. Hold on. This is from yeah blue train and six J. So, uh, Yeah. Yeah, pirate, pirate fish rogue beats up on free shaman and quest mage, quest mage beats up on free shaman and control druid, uh, the uh, mechs and inner fire beat up on the pirate rogue and the quest mage, Control druid beats up on the mechs and the priest and the pirate rogue, and the uh, even lock beats up on all the stuff. Uh
0: Interesting with the even, Genius. Lock. even lock, Sneaky Good. That's one that I've been seeing more of, but I hadn't made the connection yet. That makes a lot of sense. I wonder, I wonder.
2: I, I'm going to make this my
1: background for the next while. I like it. Yeah, no, this is the, uh, <laughs> I, I love it. No, this is, yeah, this is great. This is the uh, unofficial. I if it's
0: that bad. But I
1: wonder a... if it's that
0: bad into it. But at the same time, at the same time, that makes a ton of sense.
1: I I love this. I actually think so. This is funny. There's a, a link to the tweet. Blue Train just shared it, and I I can post it in the show notes. But the uh, um, it says here this is from April 27, so it's recent. The uh, uh, totally non-scientific hot take tier list, and uh, I actually think it's. I I remember when Blue Train posted this, and I I I told him I, I think this is actually um, pretty pretty accurate here. So I'll, I'll, maybe
0: we're in for an, for an even lock summer.
1: You Maybe. know what? Okay, so we were in the Discord the Maybe. other day and and I was watching rotted play, who of course is like prolific uh uh even even warlock player or warlock in general player, but uh and so he makes it look easy, but I i really like it. Would you t- trust tempo tempo storm over this? Yeah, probably, but this is fun. I love hot takes. So this is the hot take, again, again, do you take it with a grain of salt, okay? Uh, totally non-scientific hot take tier list tier one Fish Roke, even warlock free shaman tier two inner inner fire priest mech paladin mech mage control druid tier three quest mage uh, and there you go 6j's um, <laughs> spicy selection of the month quest mage i like that i saw jay playing a lot of it um you know good player makes the deck look easy to play deck is pretty hard to play but i i, I love it this is fun this is fun it is um, fun.
0: And like, I I played like a Reno Naga version.
1: Yes, that, that exists. So,
0: so cool. Cause it was kind of riffing a little bit off on like the standard Naga mage with like the mm-hmm. Naga dark Lair kind of minion where you play a Naga, you print two mana. It had school teacher, so it was like making the little man. So like you were gaining mana, and then you'd play a one mana spell, so you were gaining mana again. And I had some turns where I roped out, and I like finished with like nine mana. I was like, I don't, I don't know what I'm doing, <laughs> uh, but I've got the big though. board, and I completed, <laughs> and I completed my quest. Um, so I think like even like this is like like your your slim down, um, hot rod like super good version of the deck. But I think, like, more mimi or out-there takes on the deck, spicy takes on the deck, are also viable, which is, like, usually an indication that the power level of the deck is good enough, and it's viable enough in a meta that you can get away with that, which is kind of like what, what you'd see with the Reno Paladin, right? Like, just to bring it back to the Reno Paladin, like, that's not the deck list I would necessarily recommend to somebody to craft in gold uh, right now because the deck's still getting refined but the fact that you can get away with that pile of cards tells you that there's something there right right like, like it's 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 here to stay it's just what's the proper combination or is it that good that you can just play what you want as long as you have the staples and just go with that
1: well I so I, I for those of you listening to the audio version I put the there's a brand new tempo store meta snapshot that just came out today I have not read it yet um me neither. And I so uh, I, I didn't, I've been stuck at work all day. I'll post the, I'll post the list in the, in the, uh, in the discord and in the show notes and on the Twitch chat here. So, um, uh, okay. I mean, uh, yeah, blue trains hot take is, is not far off. Right. Right. So they are saying, uh, they're uh, reacting, saying I'm reacting live. Let's see. They're saying two versions, uh, so tier one, this is Tempo Storm, tier one, okay. Minion, Inner Fire Priest, uh, Pirate Rogue, Freeze, Shaman, Even Warlock, tier two, Mech Paladin, Mechathune Warlock, Aggro Priest, Questline Hunter, Beast Druid, Mech Mage. Yeah, it's not far off, not far off. Um, a, so anyways.
0: I've been waiting, honestly, I've been waiting to see more Minion, Inner Fire Priest, because Cry Rider's unnerved. Right. Dirtar's still good. It has silence effects which are good in the mechs. Um Mechs can't answer an early Crab Rider that's buffed. I just haven't seen it on ladder. Like I haven't I like I, nobody's played it and maybe because it's it got no new
1: cards. No, but you know what though? But, it's because I think that we the nerfs just hit because when yeah. the ladder was nothing but Kelthas Druid and and uh switcheroo priest, like You couldn't play that deck. You couldn't, you couldn't play, play it, but but now you probably can and so Again, I this is all, this is all very new. I mean, the the nerfs just came in on Tuesday. The patch was late, and so, you yeah. know. Anyways, this is interesting. I, I I don't know it, it, the that has been a
0: deck that's on my radar. I'm like, well, like Devour just eats mini bots, so and you know it's going to dumpster pirate rogue. Like you you drop a de- you know I don't know what the list looks like, but you drop a Dreadlord or even if you drop a Weblord. Like there's so many battle cries in the pirate rogue
1: list that's gonna slow you down. The so, weblord like, and then whatever card it is that eats one health from everything. Like Devour, there's, yeah. Yeah, there's your whole board and or and then there's a big taunt in the way. Like yeah it, it, uh, yeah. it seems good. I will say, like, with those two decks out of the way, it really opens up things and the meta is actually fairly diverse. It I, is. I, I think it's actually dare I say healthy at the moment, so Uh, i
0: i have to see what day one looks like but like i've been fishing around d10 to like low legend mmr back and forth like alternating achievement hunting and then like trying meta stuff and then achievement hunting mm -hmm. and then trying out ghl and then achievement hunting and like it feels like a very healthy wild right now but everybody's trying to hit legend with their pet decks right now between d5 and d1 it's the last couple days the meta i'm like i lost to a totem shaman as an as an even warrior so like (laughs) that's not an that's not indicative of the meta right but at the same time um you know like that stuff's allowed to breathe a little bit without being completely squashed out by people just jamming whatever see you know whatever whatever meta report says is the best deck so that's that's a good sign Mm -hmm. yeah because i saw a lot of people still jamming pirate warrior
2: oh i've still still seen a decent amount of it and i don't think it's It's bad. I even played it myself um, for a little bit. I was playing a lot of the pirate rogue and for some reason, I know they say don't switch decks, but I hit just this like streak where I lost four games in a row or whatever. And I was like, let's switch to an old classic (laughs) and just grab pirate warrior and sailed along with it. So,
1: yeah. All right, friends. Well, I think that's, that's kind of like nearing the end uh, for this show we've been at it for about two hours and so I want to kind of wrap things up. We can always uh you know chat more post-show. But uh oh, donning the hat. All right, <laughs> all right, Shmoopy, we do have a weekly challenge this week. I'm just gonna let you uh take it away. Well, first let's talk about last week's. Uh sure. because this is a fun one.
0: So last week, our challenge was um Create the wildest interaction or pattern of play using Switcheroo and Kalthos. Both qu- cards were getting nerfed. Both cards, um, there was a shorter deadline than usual because the nerf was happening on a Tuesday, so you had to get it in. Same deck. What did you do with them? Um, me and my caveman brain made a 24-27 taunt Kalthos, but that's nothing compared to what our winner, Ulticon did. Ulticon popped off. Um, he played, you know, you could play it same turn, different turns, but your combo had to use both as critical combo pieces. I have, I normally I pride myself on being able to piece together board states and how they got the way that they got. I played Yog a lot. I've watched a lot of raffle. Um,
1: Ultakon is next still level. It doesn't
0: make sense to me how he got his Kael'thas over on their side, Like, <laughs> did they concede did they concede mid soul mirror? Like, I don't underst I don't understand. I don't get it. Um <laughs> but it like he wins. Yeah. He wins. Like I
1: I That is it, I believe now three weeks in a row. Uh Ulticon giving uh Kenray and Mikkel a run for their money. So And they're they all you
2: know, Oh man.
1: I, know. I don't, I'm trying to I was trying
2: to figure it out, but I don't have it.
1: No, and there's so if in the Discord there's uh there's a bunch of screenshots it wasn't just this one there was um I yeah think- there's like
0: follow-up to it and like at one point he had like three 2020 Kalthas's on his board and now they're on the other side but like one of them's a, like i have four attack i don't i don't get it
1: yeah so there's there, I, it, this is yeah, what it doesn't i was looking seem like for when i
0: when i made this challenge though i was just like okay like show me something that like completely blows my mind and this, this checks all the boxes. Like oh, yes! I can't even figure out how the hell he got here. Yeah. One looks
2: like it has reborn, the one on the left.
0: Yes. Yep. I don't maybe know. Maybe that was it. Maybe maybe it's a soul mirror it's a it's mid soul mirror the guy conceded because the first Kalthos had reborn and then that Kelthos traded and killed that Kelthos. So the four with four one health died, but I I, I
1: don't know. I, I don't know.
0: I, I, I'm not going to think too hard about it because it's 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 only going to hurt my brain further, right? Um, well, this week's challenge. If that's okay, do you guys have any?
1: Yeah, to add to no. That? Just wow. I just like <laughs> wow. Ulticon is killing it over here. So three weeks in a row now, and I just these are like big brain plays that again. I I mean, I look at it as well. I'm like, what? How? And it's been three weeks in a row of this. We accidentally made a, a, a near impossible challenge the prior week, asking them to do uh, a bunch of Naga spell damage with Arcane because all the spell damage is in Shaman and all the Arcane spells are in Mage. And uh, Ulticon still got 60 spell damage on a two mana spell. Like, how, you know, it's just, Rack. it's, uh, yep, yep, Rack. yep. All right, well, let's talk about this week.
0: Sure. So this week, uh, guys, I need your help. Um, I can wait I know I love, all day. <laughs> I know you, I love achievement hunting. This is my current screen when I look at this achievement. Um, draw 20, 20 cards that didn't start in your deck with gone fishing. So, what I require of you guys this week somebody help me make a deck to finish this fi- fishing mini game qu- achievement as quickly and as painfully as possible. Um, their challenge this week is come up with the best idea. Um, I have, I've had some ideas um but i'm i'm not happy with any of them so like I, I i've i've got a deck right now that i'm jamming but the best i can do is two ticks um a game. so come up with something better share it in the discord the one that I, that I like the most you get two packs and you also gain my eternal thanks um because i i refuse to net deck Zeti um i usually do these on my own but for the sake of the show um this is a challenge enough i'd love to see uh what you guys come up with
2: nice. i have a question about this this uh particular fishing mini game sure so it says cards that didn't start in your deck right correct does a copy of a card count towards this it does okay it does just curious because uh, that, that, the card started in your deck, but it's a copy of it, so it doesn't count as the original card. So it would count towards this.
0: To answer a question in chat, sunken vessel does count. Okay, but actually, believe it or not, fishing out sunken vessel does not count for the sunken achievement. Don't get me started on that. But regardless, regardless, <laughs> um, that's 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 a whole another that's a whole another kettle of fish that I'm attempting to fry simultaneously. Um But, but yes, it does, it does count. I think that's probably like the interaction that they wanted. And they're like, okay, just do this a billion times. I don't want to do this a billion times. This deck sucks. So please, (laughs) please help me make something that sucks less or at least is more productive in its sucking so that I can be done with this achievement sooner because this is probably my least favorite one to do right now.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You can, uh, you can wait and fish here all day. (laughs)
0: <laughs> I can
2: wait and fish all day
1: all right well all right so here's how to participate these challenges can be played in casual they can be played on ladder they cannot be played against a friend or against the innkeeper I guess this is a little bit different because we're asking you to come up with a, a deck list for us to play uh, and, and again to, to mirror what Schmoopy said please post it in our discord under the weekly challenges channel the winner will be announced on next week's show two some packs on us uh in addition to earning Schmoopy's gratitude uh you also be immortalized in the hall of fame on the born to be wild website so um and if you're interested in seeing any of our past winners they're all up there on the website so borntobewildhs.com if you go to the hall of fame you can see all of our past challenges there's like custom graphics for all the winners and you can see these, these crazy screenshots What the challenge was, who won it, and uh, a screenshot of them doing the thing, just pretty impressive. A lot of times, uh, you look at the picture, be like, "How did that happen?" And uh, some some absolute uh, crazy shenanigans uh, have been had. So, yep. All right. Well, thank you, friends. That uh, that is it for us tonight. That was a lot of fun. I love talking about decks, all these new stuff. Um, after the nerfs it's like a whole new game almost and so i've had oh, yeah. a you know a, a great time and um yeah the time just flies hey uh shmoopy thank you so much for hanging out with us two weeks in a row it's great it's great um, mm-hmm. so very very much love hanging out with you and appreciate you uh, filling in for sheep and uh, well thanks
0: thanks for having me again yeah. as i as i said before uh, being a fan of the show it's always like a, a dream come true to be able to contribute uh, so so, thanks for having me. And if anybody again wants to find me, I have a Twitter now. Yeah, you guys can get updates from the yeah. dumpster. I call them. I call them tales from the dumpster, uh, and I <laughs> and I share whatever whatever spicy thing I'm doing um, from from whatever location. Uh, you'll see whatever deck I hit legend with, but that's secondary compared to like the other 27 days of the month where i'm doing something stupid and playing something fun or i'm playing something off meta that you won't totally get your teeth kicked in playing so um so check that out and other than that just go to get on the born to be wild discord so that we can hang out
1: very cool and yeah i'll post it in the in the show notes as well but if you're looking for uh for it it's it's just it's schmoopy daddy on twitter s-c-h-m-o-o-p-i-e-d-a-d-d-y so there you go um Awesome, friends. Well, thanks again, everyone, for for hanging out tonight. Thank you so much to the folks in chat. Uh, Hydra, always great to see you. And again, yeah, please join us next week. Next week, we will have our our big mega announcement about the uh, listener series, season five, if anyone is interested in participating. For those of you who want to get a jump start, again, uh, signups are available now but we're revealing the whole shebang next week. So if you want to sign up sight unseen, you're welcome to do that for our veterans or people who know that they're interested. There's the link it's in the show notes. It's in chat. We'll post it up on the discord and the website. Uh, But we are unveiling the whole thing next week. It's going to be spicy. And uh, I I cannot wait to share it with you because we're having a lot of fun with it. Um, And that pretty much uh, wraps it up for us tonight. We will see you all next week on a another new episode of Born to Be Wild.
2: Bye everybody. Ray. Yeah! Job's done.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh
1: where did that nice. I, I have too many uh this the soundboard thing is, is too full now. I can't find the one that I'm looking for. Where is it? Where's the, oh.